Russia. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Average Critics. Joined today by uh, a full house, a relative full house, whilst Ollie's still bigging it up in Nepal. Uh, so we've got Chris, Obi, Joe and myself. Um, and we're also filming part of this. Trying to. Uh, trying to film part of it to see if it works, to put it on YouTube. So uh, we're... Does that capture audio? So. We can just sync it up. Mm. But um, yeah, so we'll tweet out that link if, it, if it's successful. Um, so how's the week been, guys? All good? Yeah, all right. Oh, as, uh, I was going to say, you know, we do like, we try and add a bit of pop culture into this uh, little uh, mix of yep. film. You see, do you know, I was telling you about, like, the other week about Logan Paul and everything. Oh, yeah. He's, he's fucked up again, isn't he? Yeah, he's now had his videos demonetised, yeah. so he has no advertisement on his videos whatsoever, and he's literally just only brought this new house, and he's just been doing it up. Well, what's the reason for this So, basically, time? obviously, he had the suicide forest, then he did the apology, which was rubbish, did another apology, which was rubbish, then he did the suicide... Uh, Awareness video. Yeah, which was I thought was really good, regardless of whether it was for his own agenda for the first people who are thinking about suicide. It was, I think it was good to get the awareness out there. Yeah. And then he tasered a dead rat. Yeah, first vlog back, tasered No, nah, not rat. first vlog back. Oh, was it, 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 was, oh, it was a few oh. in, I think. But, uh, he, yeah, he tasered a dead rat and they were like, nah. Wasn't there also something with his fish? Like, he had a, his one of his fish was ill oh, and yeah. he took it out of the water and pretended yeah. to give it CPR. Yeah, so but the fish is still alive, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but he's starving a fish of oxygen. Which is... Yeah, the, the fish was basically dying. It was on, yeah. it was on its, it's side. A, it's at the it's top. animal he, he pulled it out of the water. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Yeah, I know. I saw. But, uh, think, this kid does not learn. This is it. Well, this is the thing. And then, obviously, with pop culture, we, we saw the... Well, I don't know if any of you watched it. I personally watched it. The KSI versus Joe Weller fight, yeah, which is the well. most... Uh, the biggest live... The, the most amateur, viewed amateur live, boxing yeah. white-collar event in UK history. 25 million were watching it at some point, a lot, as a collective. Okay. As of a couple of days ago, it was 25 million. Yeah. Right. Which is the biggest amateur boxing event. And they, they've had a fight because of what? Uh, internet they had, internet they, beef? They had some internet yeah, beef, yeah. I think. Uh, I don't know. Joke, huh? It wasn't real beef. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. They actually hate you, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they did. Do they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, it didn't. I, mean, I, I think. I think it. Well, I don't know because he came out and said that his diss tracks started off fake and then it kind of erupted yeah. into something real. Yeah, but then that, they're all still friends in the house of sidemen. But the beef between Joe Weller, I think Joe yeah. Weller was saying that KSI isn't the his old self. Yeah, and then, the Joe Weller KSI beef. And then they had. Real. And then they had. Then they had a, the boxing <laughs> square <laughs> off thing. Yeah. And then KSI said something about Joe Weller and Joe Weller was like, oh don't talk about the mentally ill like that and KSI was like I'd never do that kind of thing so I personally I'm not sure because obviously this diss track thing wasn't technically real but from what I've seen it looks pretty real to me but KSI won in third round third round yeah yeah by TKO he didn't actually knock him out but they had to call it the ref yeah stopped it Joe Willow was pretty poor I'm not gonna lie but he didn't throw any punches no he didn't throw any. No, wait. He, he was blocking like that, and KSI was going through the middle, for, for the and then and then he and then he had a little stint where he went bam, 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 and you thought, oh my god, KSI is going to lose yeah, it. Basically, the first round, I think he threw what maybe six punches. Same with the second round as well. In the three round. minute round, <laughs> and the third round he did nothing. He's got no reach. Yeah. Put short arms. Yeah. But at the same time, you still Were they got the same given... weight. No. No, uh, it's four K difference. So that's quite. Yeah, but they 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 knew Only this. Only four KG. That's, that's not that's not yeah, Joe was 79. And KSI was 90. 80, 
he, he, he done a lot of cutting. Mm. Same as what? Four pounds, four kg. Four kg. Four kg. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I've lost. Really okay. Low. But uh, and then there's new thing because like, KSI called out Logan Paul and yeah. Jake Paul. At the end of the fight, he said basically, uh, "I'll fight any of the Pauls." Oh, mate. He like, honestly, they they keep like they keep talk like they're like, oh, this this CSI. KFC guys uh, called us out, and I think that's slightly racist. But um, we could do. And he and in KSI put this video out, and I was like, he wrecked them in this video. I'll show you the video after the podcast because I think we could we could do we could diss another podcast and try and do like a like a Royal Rumble. (laughs) So us and Nerd Council, right? It's four v four. Last one in the ring wins. No thanks. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. You heard it here first. Uh Uh oh. Be prepared. So I'm washing my hair that day. Anyway, that was, um, that was a bit of pop culture. Yeah. Enough for to do movie news. Oh, movie news. Oh. Another bit of pop culture. Oh. Yeah. Kylie Jenner had a baby. Oh, yeah. No one gives a flying fuck. <laughs> right. So... Shall I say the bit I found out today? Yeah. So it's about the Venom film. Oh, okay. I was going to talk about the teaser trailer. Talk about so, the teaser trailer and I'll tell you the There was the a teaser it. trailer that dropped for Venom. Was it the day after the Super Bowl or something? I think um, it was the day off, wasn't it? Day off the Super Bowl. Uh, which, again, I don't was care it? about. I don't know. But... I don't think it was the day of the Super Bowl. Either way, it's around that time. So anyway. this this teaser dropped, and you're we see. About, you're thinking, sorry, you're thinking about Han Solo. Oh, okay. Oh, and we see a little bit of Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. We see yeah. a few explosions, yep. and that's about it. And we see a bit of symbiotic in a yeah. container. Yeah. I was thinking two symbiotics. Oh, oh, is one red and one black? No, no, that's oh. not how carnage so not... works. Oh, okay. Carnage <laughs> 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 is red. Yeah. But um, I was thinking, for considering Venom, like. I know they want it to be part of the MCU. It's not officially part of the MCU, even though the producer did sort of. Well, Spider Man's going to be in it, so it must be. Well, Spider Man's going to be in Venom. Yeah, it's a rumor, Tom, isn't it? No, apparently, it's, Tom apparently it's a confirmed rumor. I, I read somewhere. Tom Holland. I didn't confirm rumor. So the, the rumor has been. I I so I saw someone said that the rumor has been confirmed. But isn't Venom R rated? Supposedly, it's yeah. going to be R rated. Yeah, but I think it's just going to be like Spider Man in the distance, not actually. So Spider-Man. he's not going to be a part of Spider-Man or Peter Parker. Right. And is it Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Or Miles Morales. Or whoever. But anyway, I just kind of thought, considering they are not part of the MCU, like, confirmed by Kevin Feige, and considering, you know, I'm not sure how much hype there is for this film, the teaser trailer really didn't, didn't make me want to watch it. Really. I honestly don't think that you need Tom Hardy as Venom either. But I just think... The main part of this is Venom, the symbiote, and you don't even see a hint of it apart from the the, the symbiote in the, the test in the tube. Venom. Yeah. So I was just thinking, like, have they missed a trick here, it's or, only, or yeah. is that just building? You know, I don't feel like this built anticipation for another trailer. So when's it see... out? October the fifth or something. They got plenty of time to bring out a trailer. Plenty. I just don't think they're gonna. I try. I think they're trying to get involved with all this superhero hype that's coming out. Like you've obviously yeah. got Black Panther, you've got Avengers. I think they're trying to get in the mix, but like obviously not too much because they're just gonna get. Overshadowed, aren't they? Yeah. But and they'll probably bring out a tr- teaser just before, like, just before Aquaman comes out or something. Beat the beat the competition or something. Mm. But what did you guys think of the uh, Venom teaser trailer? Then? Well, I'm of the same opinion to, as you. They should have shown at least like two seconds of Venom. Could you imagine the whole film? It's not until the very end he gets the Venom suit. That would piss me off so much. <laughs> and he's like Venom... battling it like, for the first like, hour, and in the last ten minutes, he's like. And, and so is Venom going to be the hero of this film? Or no, is he... he'll be an anti-hero. Anti-hero. It's probably going to be. It's probably going to be about. It's, it, and I don't want it to be like this. It's going to be about Eddie Brock, his personal life. 
then he somebody gets this symbiotic, he's probably going to battle it with a symbiotic, not wanting it, then he's going to take it, then he's going to cause carnage. I don't know. That's probably it. Okay. And I read somewhere that carnage is going to be an end credit thing for, post credit thing for Venom. Okay. To set up Venom 2 or... Or Carnage. Or what or, they, what's the... Isn't there a... Is it Sinister Six? No. Uh, I don't think Venom's in it, but yeah, that, that no. is a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is a thing, but Venom's fine, yeah. The symbiotes have the... There's a group of five of them. Yeah, Antitoxin, Toxin, Venom, Carnage. Huh? There, there's a group of five symbiotes that aren't them. Oh. I can't remember their names, though. Okay. That's good information, bro. Yeah, I know. All right. <laughs> what, yeah, like, you, was that your was that your thing about Venom yeah, that you were going to mention? It's carn- the Carnage thing. It's okay. Apparently, it's come from quite a good source. I don't know. Carnage would actually be a better film, I think. Do you think? Yeah. What's the origin of Carnage? I don't really know anything about. I can't. I, can't, I, I don't. Know. I think In it the just comic world. for some reason it it splits from Venom and then it just becomes Carnage. Okay. That is literally I think. Yeah. For Fair some enough. Reason. It takes over another person though. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like a symbiote on itself. It probably does take over Eddie Brock to begin with and then spits off. Yeah. I did like in Spider-Man 3 when, you know, Peter Parker had to battle with the... Yeah, I think it's good. It wasn't particularly well uh, portrayed like on screen, but... I Didn't think they have loads of villains in that film, though? Oh, my God, so many, wasn't it? Like, Rhino... Uh, was it? No, that was... I think Sam, that was it, Wasn't it Sandman, Venom, and they had the Green Goblin, but as a goodie? Hobgoblin. Is it Hobgoblin? But Green, isn't it... Green Goblin's... Um, what's his face? The dad. Uh, Hobgoblin's... Hobgoblin's got like a hood and stuff though. He didn't have a hood or anything. He just wore his dad's suit without the mask. It was the Hobgoblin. Ah. Uh, Either way. That was, that's been the problem with Spider-Man films, hasn't it? They've just, they just shoehorned too many villains in. Even the Andrew Garfield one. That was it. Rhino and, and Electro. And, yeah. Um, yeah, in that one you had... And obviously uh, his mate who's... Uh, Oh, yeah, and they were teasing Goblin, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, he pretty much was Goblin in that film, wasn't he? Because he yeah. rode the yeah. thing. The glider. Yeah. And then the other trailer was uh, Deadpool 2. Did Which we all watch hilarious. that? Yeah. Yeah? It's okay. Thoughts? <laughs> Why only okay? Not much in it, is it? So him taking the, it's always him taking the piss. Like, so. But that is Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna <laughs> saturate so fast. <laughs> no, not a fan of. I didn't particularly like the first Deadpool film, to be honest with you, so... And that trailer was more of the same. So, what was it about the first Deadpool film that you didn't connect with? Was it the humor? Was it the breaking that wall in it? I don't mind that. It's just like the storyline. The storyline was super basic, and they tried to cover up the fact that the storyline was really basic by inserting loads of crude jokes, and I just didn't find it very appealing. Yeah, but that that is what Deadpool is. That's great. That's great. That's fantastic. But I don't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. I have to like every superhero anti-hero no. film I suppose no. so we see a bit of I just I did, uh, it's just like I think like you can't once the third film's done that's it like what what can he do he can't be killed and even if he could they wouldn't uh, he's got the same jokes gonna probably be reeling off and they're not even well I assume they're gonna explore the X-Men characters a bit further but I can't remember what her name is Negasonic Teenage Warhead or something. Yeah, I think she can change like any matter into anything is her real power. Oh. But I can't remember what she did in the film. Just blew she, things up, yeah, I think. Yeah, blew things up pretty much. But are they not going to do like a... Is it X-Force, which Deadpool is a part of? Is, is it? that right? I don't know. I don't know. They don't keep... Know. Now that Marvel have this problem... Yeah, there's fucking tons of shit that's going to come out. 
But they should. They, they, they should, but they, but they, but they did say that X Men won't be introduced into the MCU until at least all the films that are being announced plus two have come out. Yeah, that's up until what twenty 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 nineteen, I think. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, these things. Are, I don't even know if like all the official Fox and Disney merger has like really properly happened yet. Like, because someone was someone was interviewed from Fox and they were like, it might have been a, a, a branch of the same interview. And, they're like, oh yeah, when's everything going to happen? And they're like, well, they're still sorting through all of the... You know, I assume they'll have to make redundancies and stuff. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So these things take ages. Well, yeah, sure. our, we, we've been through TakeOver Merger and it took a six months to a year, didn't it? Oh, about like 18 months. 18 months. Yeah. Really? And that was a relative, you know, small company in comparison <laughs> yeah. to Disney yeah, and Fox. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So, yeah, it'll take a while. But we saw a glimpse, you know, we saw Cable in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Josh Brolin playing another... <laughs> Marvel villain. Yeah. Um, and then obviously taking the piss out of Justice League, uh, CGI With things the like that. Joke. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I like and, and the going humor. back to Toy Story. Oh yeah. Reach for the sky. Reach for the sky. Um, as I say, speaking of Justice League, did anyone, any of you see that? Um, when they when they release the DVD, I think they release it next month. They're going to include like some deleted scenes, and one of them is um Superman going through his spaceship or something like that and um, seeing that black suit that was teased in oh, Instagram really? and stuff like that. So I'm hoping they put like loads of like deleted scenes on there. Appar- apparently the, 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 all the deleted scenes that cut out aren't going to be on there though which I don't understand. Because then they would just release a uh, Zack Schneider cut wouldn't they? You, you can't have all well, the deleted scenes. Why wouldn't you? Because then someone will take all of them and edit it together and probably release a, a fan sort of cut of the but film. But he's done it for the other films so why would you not do it for this I think film? because like They'd basically be admitting that they fucked up with Joss Whedon. No, but they would, because they would have that, and they would have, like, done all these scenes, but, like, they probably wouldn't have gone to, like, post-production, so they wouldn't have added all, like, the effects and all stuff like that, so it would just be loads of, like, unfinished scenes. Yeah. Scenes that are acted, but not, like... In the film, did Superman wear his black suit? No. no. Have you not seen Justice League? Oh, yeah, we talked about this the other day. You haven't seen it? Yeah, no, no I've been slacking. Don't bother, man. No, yeah. watch it. I'm not hearing great. I do want to hey, watch it, but you said it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. But... So, Bob, so bother, Joe. Bother. Doesn't mean it's good. I like bother. this. I like the scene where they're talking about the villain. Mm. Like they just just got discussing who he is and stuff. That was the best scene in the film. Hmm. Mm. Talking of villains, um, I saw an interview with Ryan Coogler, the director of uh, Black Panther, and he said that he wanted Craven the Hunter as a villain in Black that Panther, would be, like, that would but they they said no. Which uh, because he's part of these Fox, isn't he? No, they've got all the rights to oh, to yeah. them, but I don't know if maybe he, they're gonna so feature did, him in like a Spider Man Homecoming. Why, or... why did they say no? Did well, they go into it or no? They he just said no, you can't have him. So I don't know if they're reserving him for another. Probably Spider Man. Probably Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's just big Spidey, Spidey villain. Spidey's got those Punisher. Punisher. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not gonna be in the in Netflix. He might be. Nah. He's right. not. He's not. He's not a massive character. He's a collector of stuff, and then he he's just a villain, as well. Okay. Well, has anyone got any more movie news that they want to mention? Oh, probably Han Solo trailer. Oh, Han Solo. Um, I, I think I did watch it. I didn't watch it. Did I, I started watching it. I was like, "What is this?" And I just turned it off. I thought it looked alright. <laughs> yeah. It didn't yeah. look too bad, to be fair. I didn't know Amelia Clark was gonna was gonna be in it. Yeah. Oh, Daenerys. Yeah. Yeah. And they got they got a pretty like decent cast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what's his face? Childish Gambino yeah, is gonna be in it. Yeah. Lando Calrissian and all of that. But yeah, I think it looks it looks alright, I think. It don't look too bad. Mm. I think it'll give a a decent 
backstory to Han Solo. <laughs> I don't have many expectations. Why, why for that? It. Why? Why have you got that? Can you stole off films? Besides Rogue One. I was gonna say. So you like you like Rogue One. So yeah, you, true. You, 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 well, get that, you get that director in. Mm. I'm I'm there. Yeah. The last Jedi wasn't that bad. Oh, get out! Oh. <laughs> well, I'm gonna segue. Obi's finally watched Get Out. Uh, <laughs> I, actually thought, I actually thought that. I was like, I'm oh, back on game, mate. I'm back on game. <laughs> Got the pressure of the camera. I need to segue pretty decently. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I watched it because uh, it's nominated for Best Film in the Oscars, so I thought I might as well. And um, it was actually a really good film, but um, it's annoying because obviously I've heard you guys talk about it and I've heard other people talk about it, so I, like, kn- I, knew, I know what was happening why, and why it was happening. Oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah, like, I knew like, what, what was coming when, but it wasn't actually like, really scary at all, so no. that's good. No. <laughs> that's, not, that's the thing I, I didn't like, want to watch it, the, I don't the, know how much it's going The kind of horror of this was actually kind of socio-political, in the sense yeah. that, you know, if you went in with no understanding of what it was, it's kind of the the tension and the the threat of he's out of place yeah. in a potentially racist mm. household in the middle of nowhere. That's that's the horror. It's not like, you know, exorcist masturbating with yeah. a crucifix yeah. level oh, of horror. God. Did you... I, f- I actually wish I'd watched it in the cinema. Because mm. there were so many points where I was like cracking up, <laughs> which I thought I would love to have like enjoyed this for everybody else in the cinema. Fair people were cracking yeah. up in the cinema. But That's did good. you catch the um, I suppose hidden message? I guess um, from how the way he escaped. Wait, so he's tied up, isn't he? Yeah, and. He's scratching away. Yeah, and he gets the fluff to put in his ears. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he can't hear the. Yeah. the so the, that's, that's the what I'm talking about. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um. So there's a there's a sound or something that triggers him to go into his sunken place. Yeah, yeah. So during that bit when he puts the cotton in his ears, so he's picking cotton, and that helps him to survive, and that kind of ties back into slavery times when black people had to pick cotton because if you're not picking cotton, they're gonna kill you. Is this like a legit thing or is this? uh, This is what I picked up by watching. Oh, so you 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 haven't like looked out to see? I'm sure there is. But that's, this that's is why like, I mean, because he had to pick cotton and put it. I mean, okay. I'm not gonna lie. Imagine if that's not a thing and you just thought of that, and well, that's pretty sick. That's really good, yeah. Well, like but yeah. Hey, hey. There was well, there was the, oh, well, there was another, there was another one I was thinking about yesterday. And we filmed it. <laughs> there was another one I was thinking about yesterday, but I can't remember. I can't remember it. But yeah, that one I thought was really. I'm sure there's like loads of other like little like uh, yeah. little things like that. Did you like the ending? Um. Yeah, I watched the alternate ending as well. I was just about to say it. There's yeah. an alternate oh, yeah. ending. Is there? And basically, yeah. he gets caught by the police, hitting the wo- killing the woman, yeah. and then he gets sent to prison. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Doesn't that kind of undermine the so politics what, so of the film? That's why I don't think... Yeah, Jordan Peele said he decided to put in the ending that he did so that the story has a hero and so that you know that there's a way of an escape. Yeah. Because the the way that alternate, the alternate ending is the way that you would kind of expect expect it to go yeah. whereas kind of like the way it did end is kind of like a fantasy ending because it's very deus ex machina that yeah. his mate just happens to come up in his in his um, TSA yeah. car that sounds exactly like a police could have sounds exactly like a police car the thing, the thing is his mate oh, I suppose yeah yeah I'll see it yeah I remember the trailer for it and that features like a kind of skeletal stag and that kind of you know it was like a Quite an image that stayed with me, and it's not in the film. Mm. Uh, so I want to buy it on DVD to see if it's in like a deleted scenes or something. Because I hate when there's stuff in the trailers. It's not in the fucking film. Sorry, there was another thing that um, that I just remembered was that um, 
they refer they often obviously this is like a like a general thing. So you know like when we talk about football um, and when people are describing black players and it's always like yeah, they've powered P&P, their way through P and P that sort of thing. So when um, so like there's points where um, the gut the geezer who's blocked the blind geezer uh, calls him a dirty dog. The he, uh, what's the face's brother? He says, oh yeah, if you hone your talents, you could be a beast. And then there's like the um, I think one of the old people said something about him being so strong, so fast, stuff like that. So there's those like general tropes about black people yeah. being like really physically strong and all that those as attributes, but they don't notice any of the the other ones. Yeah, but yeah, that was interesting as well. Well, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's a good film. Yeah, warrants a nomination for um, best film, best actor. You know. Uh, yeah, I guess because I don't really rate many the films that they've got there. They've got in there to be honest. I probably enjoyed Get Out more than most of the films that are that mm. I've seen that are on the the best um, best film category. So yeah, why not? Um, Daniel Kaluuya was really good as well. Fortunately, they don't do it purely on enjoyment, do they? No, I suppose no. not. Um, <laughs> and even I just thought it was really like I don't know, kind of like weird how he goes through the in pretty much the entire like last ten minutes of the film without speaking. Oh, does it? So, like, from the point where he um, puts the cotton in his ears, he doesn't speak. I'm pretty sure he doesn't speak literally until the end of the film when he says to his friend, oh, how'd you find me? Oh, okay. I want to rewatch it. I really enjoyed it the first time I saw it. Do you know, um, I was watching a thing with Jordan Peele and, like, Twitter, people on Twitter, like, giving him fan theories of what the film's like. There's, like, a... Like, you know, like, Rugrats, they all think, like, Angelica's, like... All the kids are like not really there, yeah. yeah. Uh, so like there was one which I thought was quite interesting, and, and but it's 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 bollocks. But like it's <laughs> it's like interesting that people think like this. Like someone was saying, it's like the cop friend. It's it's him. Like it's not real. It's all him making it up in his head so he can be, have the dream of becoming a real cop, kind of thing. Like, nah. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure Jordan Peele just shot that down. No, he did. He did. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he did. Yeah, he shut down every theory. <laughs> Even at the end when he was like, I'm T.S. motherfucking A. <laughs> 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 oh, that guy was, I wish I watched it as well. Because that, that guy, he was in, I think I've said this before, but he's in a show I used to watch called The Carmichael Show. And he was really funny in that. And he was obviously really funny in Get Out as well. So, yeah. The the thing is, uh, like when I went, when I watched it, I just don't get I don't get this in cinemas. But people bare everyone was clapping. I was sitting there like. What at the end? Yeah, they did it in the film we watched the other day as well, wasn't it? Like, was it three billboards they clapped as well? No, it was um, Dark Star they clapped. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck it. I was like, what are you? Like, no, who's getting your appreciation from this clap? Yeah, <laughs> you're just clapping at a TV screen, man. But Maybe yeah, it's like because you know it's kind of a, a form of theatre, isn't it? And you, you'd always clap performers. Yeah, at I don't suppose. I don't yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't like it when people clap when when a plane lands, because yeah. I'm just like, yeah. this is job <laughs> to land the plane safely. Yeah. I um. Do you know what I, I was thinking? Um. Did you all see the uh, ten year anniversary thing for Avengers? Uh, for Marvel. I saw, picture, I saw the picture, but yeah. I was thinking that's yeah. not that many people. I was like, that's so they've empty. released twenty, was it twenty odd films or something? Yeah. What What is it? I haven't seen. This. It's just like all the main actors and the directors, and that's it in a photo. Yeah. But they're oh. on a massive stage, and they're not filling up the stage. Yeah, I think and you I definitely did. could. And there's actually, you know, I saw I saw a thing, and there's actually a drawing, and they've put them in the places they're meant to be in this drawing, and I'm like, who made this drawing, and spread them out? So far, I don't know if they're like, yeah, because like Robert Downey Jr. is down the front with Josh Whedon and someone else. I was like, I was like, okay, so he, uh, yeah, he's the first person to start up this franchise, I guess, because you're not gonna have the original Hulk in it, are you? Because 
Well, it was shit. Yeah, and he's not the Hulk anymore, so... I mean, they should, really. Yeah. They should. I mean, there's no well, way you're going to get all of those well, actors they've in the kept same all the ca- Well, as far as we're aware, they've kept all the cast bar the actual Hulk from the Hulk film. And uh, they changed Ro- changed Rhodey, didn't mm-hmm. they, from... Um, James Howard. True. Howard to... Uh, which that the reason they changed it was so bollocks because the guy ended up getting more lines anyway, which is just uh, yeah. But that's yeah, and I'm actually really curious to see how they're gonna bring if they do how they bring um Quicksilver into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, considering they've already killed him off. Well, was he named Quicksilver? Yeah. So they named him in the film Quicksilver. I'm fairly. Or did sure. they just call him something mm-hmm. Maximoff? Was Wanda and Alexi? So did they just call him Alexi Maxim? Because uh, do we call her Scarlet Witch or do do we still call her? No, we, we they have called Witch. her Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Thing. But have they called him Quicksilver? I don't think so. Mm. I can't remember. That might be their way out. But, Maybe. But he was Quicksilver. So but then, but then the storyline is that they they'll need to wreck on it because well, isn't Magneto's his father? And her, and, and her dad. Yeah. yeah, but not not in this universe because obviously they because they didn't have the rights so they're, they're but yeah but he's still but in this universe if you combine the X-Men one he is the father to the Quicksilver in the X-Men universe yeah it's in yeah. Apocalypse where he's trying oh, yeah, to tell yeah, him yeah. oh yeah, yeah I'm talking about in the like MCU yeah but I'm saying when they combine yeah. it what they're going to do that's true actually fuck nice and I'm sh- yeah unless that Quicksilver was a Kree you know isn't oh. that what they're saying about um, yeah. uh, a Captain Marvel Kree. a Kree so one of the villains is they're like an alien race. This is what I understand, right. and they're the main villains in Captain Marvel. But yeah. Captain Marvel was set in the nineties, yeah. and there's theories that they're going to be able to kind of soft reboot things yeah. by saying that certain so, characters have been Cree all yeah. along because they can shape shift. Have you have you ever seen anything about the Secret Wars? Yeah, a little bit. That's based on that, is it? Yeah. So they they think they can get rat well they might kind of use that as yeah. a kind so of conduit to yeah any, any character they want to twist or make evil or do something they're gonna be a Obi looks like he's well on board of that idea. No, I literally, <laughs> I literally just thought so so stupid. What? Go on. <laughs> no, go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Say it. Say it. It's no, it's about you, John. Oh. No, it's just because uh, I was just looking at your jeans. I just remember we went to New York and you. And you bought those bootcut jeans. See what I mean? Doesn't make. I'm just laughing because jeans you bought bootcut jeans and they were like flaring over these trainers that you got on right now. And I was cracking up. So I didn't know they were bootleg. This is this is why. This is why I would want to say. You spent a lot of money on them as well, right? Good times. Anyway, carry on. Right, so what have we been watching this week? I feel like this is something we probably all watched. Oh no, you haven't watched it. You don't watch it. Overfill paradox. Now I was going to say Black Lightning, but... Oh, I've watched episode three. Have you watched Black Lightning? I tried to watch the first episode, I fell asleep. Well, I watched the first episode. Because you didn't like it, or you fell asleep? No, I was tired. I watched the first episode, but... I don't think I concentrated very much, because you were telling me all these things. I was like, how the hell does this relate to this? And you were like, oh, it's in the first episode. I'm not going to lie, I was on the way to uh, Wembley on Wednesday, when you were saying the names of the characters and the thing, I was like... I was like, what the fuck are you two talking about? Like, who, what, are you, are you talking gibberish? Like, some of the names they have for these characters. And then I suddenly, you said something, and suddenly I was like, oh, Black Lion in. Yeah, because like, you were like, I'm not going to know what you're on about. I was yeah. thinking, you've watched more of this than I have. <laughs> so, I literally, characters' names, until I watch the show again, this is like... So I assume you guys have seen episode four. Yeah, yeah. I have. No. So episode three was uh, the episode where the they have the, yeah, the church, and they do a protest on the streets, <gasps> and then... Tobias Whale 
that's his name, right? Mm. And then his new Lala, which we'll call Dipsy, um, <laughs> tries to kill them. Tries to kill, shoot the protesters, and then Black Lightning saves them. But then Dipsy tries to kill. I thought he had some he a, crazy lady, gun, doesn't he? I thought it was crazy lady, crazy eyes, death eyes. No, she shoots the sniper, but yeah. only after the first guy's failed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, so 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 yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then Black Lightning thinks he's protected them, and then Crazy Eyes snipes them, and then Dead Eyes. The priests. Uh, oh yeah, that's from um, Orange's New Black. Yeah. Um, the vic the vicar, whatever his name, pastor. So that that, that is the sh- that is so stupid. That that lo- that shot. That that. that oh. Well, okay. I, I get that, that someone had to be, someone was going to get shot and it was most likely that guy. Like, Obi, Obi was saying, we were saying that like, when he said about his dreams to be ru- uh, like a professional runner. Oh, you, Khalil, you, is that his name? Yeah, you knew, yeah, you knew immediately been, that he Khalil, was going to yeah, be. But the fact of the matter is, that priest got shot, if not just below the heart or in the heart from that, that wound. And it somehow then... I, it annoyed me. It annoyed me that Khalil is potentially. Well, no, um, that doesn't crippled. annoy me. It annoys me that the priest is still alive because I don't like he the shot. They should have made the wound down here, not so close to here. Like I understand, like you want the effect of like oh, he could die, but he's not like a pivotal character where you think. Oh no! Maybe he didn't hit a organ. Well, so bloody looked like he hit the heart like, to me. Oh, yeah, you know, can survive like. Thing to the heart. Yeah. What a sniper bullet to the heart? Fifty Cent got shot in the face like six times. To be fair. <laughs> True, <laughs> but sideways, isn't it? Because his mum called out to him. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, Khalil being potentially, we assume, crippled. It's just like, oh, you know, it's such a common trope in film and TV that you know the sympathetic character that's the promising, promising. Yeah. You know, he's a good guy. You know, his his life's ruined, and what? just just as him and Jess. Uh, Jen- I always call her Jessica. Jennifer, um, you know, are getting, you know, on the good track. Mm. Um, and I was like, for fuck's sake. The thing is, like, so I, I, I still really like it. I mean, episode four, I had a few little bits where I wasn't too, like, I was like, mm, questionable. But I still think it's really good. But I do wonder who the next villain's going to be if this one gets cut out, cut down. What, Tobias? Tobias. Yeah. I think it'll be season long villain. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it is, it, so, like, you find out in episode three that, um, so, like, Tobias isn't, like, the main guy. He's, like, she's, like, working under this woman, Lady Eve, or Lady E, or one of Yeah, Lady she, Eve. Uh, yeah, yeah, and there's, I assume, there's a big whole thing above her as well. Mm. Yeah. But, um, like, what was it? That scene, is it this episode? Is it this episode where you see the guy at the end changing the camera footage? Yeah. Yeah, he, is it Gamby? Yeah, he had to explain that to me. Because well, I, like, I was like, oh my gosh, Gamby's like a, you know, du- yeah, du- double crossing here. Yeah. And then it didn't make sense to me when, because I was like, because I said it to you in it, and I was like, I don't understand why he's, why he'd be working on both sides. It like, don't yeah. make sense to me. And then you will see. So this is footage of Tobias Whale being involved in the shooting of Khalil because. You told me that Black Lining and Tobias think that the other is dead. Yeah. I yeah. want to see that. So, um, I think, well, I'm pretty, they said in the first episode that um, the reason Black Lightning became Black Lightning was so that he could kill Tobias Whale because Tobias Whale killed Black Lightning's dad back in back in the day or whenever, whenever, whenever. And um, so, I think the reason why Gamby deleted um, the video footage was so that Jefferson doesn't see it and then go on some like massive like revenge revenge um like uh, rampage or something like that 
because I think he wants him to focus more on like saving the rest of the the rest, Freeland. Of, the rest of Freeland rather than just being focused on killing this one guy who who understandably you'd be angry about because the guy killed your dad um, but there are I was watching a video the other day and they were saying that in the in the comic books um, Gamby's um, what's it called allegiances are kind of blurred sometimes oh really so as to whether or not like he's morally correct in what he's doing so and there was another there was another bit in the fourth episode like I won't say but where you're thinking like okay he's kind of like you're not really sure what mm. he's tr- what he's trying to do. Okay. So, yeah. I don't like the actor who plays Gamby. I think he's really, really cheesy. Do you? Yeah, I, re- I was everything he says. I'm just like, Ugh. Mm. <laughs> it's so soap opery. Yeah. But. I want you to watch episode four actually because I think that's a, episode four is a, a good talker on the episode, on Black Lightning actually. Like, okay. we'll get the. I watch it Tuesday. It's got a lot of. It's got a lot of. I think it's got moments where you kind of like. No, I don't know because I'll I'll ruin it for you. But there's like points in it you like, mm, okay, like should this have, got, I don't know, gone this way kind of thing. But what or how th- would you react kind of thing? What do we think to the fact that Black Lightning seems quite open about the fact that he has killed people and is willing to kill people? Because this is not something which normal heroes, even the ones on Netflix like mm. Daredevil, that them lot. They're always trying trying yeah, to just but, knock people out. But, but he's DC, quite happy to DC, kill people. DC, DC, not the same. Out. Oh, it is. In Arrow's thing. killed loads of people. Flash yeah. hasn't. No, Flash has killed a couple of people. Yeah, he has actually. He's killed yeah. a few. Uh, Superman I assume has, su- killed, has killed. Who? Well, Superman. He's killed multiple people. Superman's not in it. He means in, D- oh. in DC. And Batman's oh. supposed to not kill people, but then Ben Affleck does. So. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That makes more sense. Yeah. Then. I was just thinking I like think it's Marvel's different. Marvel's a bit more lighthearted. I... Although, yeah. say that, I'm pretty sure they killed quite a few people on that boat that time. The assassins and people stuff. People do die, but it's no one like officially like murders someone yeah. it's always like collateral it's always necessary yeah murder. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. yeah. Um, necessary murder necessary murder so, I'll tell you what though the stigmatism of um, like Sti- so you know stigmatism something in your eye uh, the stigma sorry god I know I've got a stigmatism thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell uh, the stigma of like the person that you think is going to die or get hurt because of what they said kind of was thrown away by Marvel with Hawkeye because you saw his family and you're thinking, oh my God, oh, yeah. he's like, going to be dead. But then you did kill off a, the fastest man you know from bullets, which I thought was absolutely yeah. absurd, but okay. And then, you know, you do get crippled War Machine. So that's, uh, I feel like there must have been a hint to that at some point. Like, I feel like I need to rewatch that film and see what he said prior to that fight. <laughs> so I feel like he would have said something. Mm. Vision yeah. definitely probably... Actually, I think Vision said something. Um, prior to the fight that he can't miss or something oh. and then okay. and then he got distracted by Scarlet Witch didn't he and he went <clears throat> yeah uh, talking to Netflix uh, who of us have seen The Cloverfield Paradox me yeah no, no? is it something that you will watch well I, I kind of want to watch the second Cloverfield 10 Cloverfield alone yeah. and the fourth one's coming out uh, either end of it, this year or early next year yeah do I need to watch 10 Cloverfield Lane to get this one? no, no. this oh, one's okay. a side call from the first one it's a prequel cycle after. Sort of, yeah. So it happens at the same time as they, the first They're one. kind yeah. of anthological in the sense that... This is the, are... this is the reason for the first one. Oh, yeah. okay. Have you seen the first one? Yeah, I've seen yeah. the first Ten one. Ten Cloverfield Lane is very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, better but, than Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. But it's kind of only... It's only like towards the end that you realise it's linked. Yeah, right. but you, you, that thing is, you have no idea if Ten Cloverfield Lane is like... 
like you a, don't few, know if a few months yeah. or a few years yeah, or a few decades yeah, or so. It's set in a bunker, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The timeline of this this whole kind of franchise is completely all, all, over, all the over the place. Although in the Cloverfield Paradox, you know the guy who writes the book, yeah. The Cloverfield Paradox? Yeah. He is the brother of the guy in 10 Cloverfield Lane who keeps Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, really? Yeah, and the news anchor is the woman who tries to get in to the bunker. Alright. So that makes me think that Ten Cloverfield Lane is set after the Cloverfield Paradox. But again, how far? And whether it's and this is kind of spoiler, whether it's real world or not. Yeah. So if you're gonna watch the Cloverfield Paradox, yeah. we won't go into spoilers or we'll try to avoid spoilers as much I as we like can. I feel like we sh- I feel like we can't really talk about it. It's a pretty it's pretty hard to s- So let's so Cloverfield was a film two thousand and eight, it yeah. came out, found footage horror. Yeah. Um, about kind of a group of people in New York uh, and then all of a sudden like a, an alien invasion well yeah. a monster Big kind monster of springs yeah. up from from the uh, Hudson I assume it is yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah it's basically just follows them as they're trying to escape the city can I, can I just ask why is it called Cloverfield uh, the first one yeah Oh, well, the tapes were called... Because, it's you know, it shows you... It's like government have released these tapes, blah, blah, blah. And they titled it Cloverfield. That was the code name. Okay, the, I, re- so I need the, to rewatch number one. The monster is also referred to as Clover. Right, okay. Um, Although I think the Cloverfield paradox explains why the tapes were called Cloverfield. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes. Right. So, so the, the party... Are escaping New York. Oh um, yes, yes. Sorry, yeah. I just realised what you did. Yeah, yeah, whilst this you. monster is destroying the city, the city. Um, oh, and then you know people start to die. That What's is this? He... Are you talking about Cloverfield One now? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then he, they're like little crab things, isn't that? Come yeah, out little, of pods. Yeah, little insect they... things. They're they're kind of like the um the face huggers things yeah. from Alien. Mm. And then you know a few of them get killed by that, uh, and then kind of. The army get involved, it comes to the state of national security, and then just as the survivors are flying away, they get shot down, and then it kind of cuts, doesn't it, to, mm-hmm. you know. And it was a well-received film, there was very small marketing before it, you know, low budget, kind of very successful, a lot of unanswered questions, and then, was it two years ago, mm. this film just dropped out of nowhere, called 10 Cloverfield Lane. And was it even like, two years ago, wasn't it just last year? I don't think so. I don't think it was last year. But then everyone's years like, go by me like been, that now. Yeah. That was eight years since the first one, and people have been, you know, thinking there must be some sort of sequel to explain it. Yeah. And then there was a kind of sequel, but doesn't explain anything. And then what's that? Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh yeah. And then the Cloverfield Paradox drops on the day of the Super Bowl <coughs> with no prior, you know, marketing. And yeah, anything. that's yeah. mad. It just came out of nowhere like an RKO, mm. and then. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, so The Cloverfield Paradox is a film about, set on a space station. And they're going to find new resources for so, Earth? Yeah, so the, the kind of inciting point is that the Earth has run, or was running out of energy and this spaceship is trying to collide the Higgs boson particle right. to create an unlimited source of right. energy. Yeah. So that's what they're doing on the space station. Mm-hmm. The space station is called the Cloverfield Space Station, mm-hmm. which explains, explains it, why yeah. the tapes are called Cloverfield. Uh, and then, In doing what s- can we say without spoiling it? Anyways, well, the- you well the title of the film is a paradox, so you yeah. assume that this collider makes yeah a paradox, and that's yeah. all you can really say like without yeah. giving so too the much film, away. Yeah, so there's this guy on Earth who thinks that when the particles collide, it could create 
yeah. monsters, monsters and, so. and alternate universes. Uh, um, so that's what the film's about. Right. It's a sci-fi elements of horror, but it's mm. not. Yeah. Like, it's kind of palatable mm. horror. Mm. Um, and I th- I enjoyed it, but it makes not much sense. <laughs> I liked the diversity of the cast. It's, you know, the usual thing on Space Station. You've got one person from China, one from Russia, Germany, yeah. USA, UK. What's There's one more, isn't there? Ireland, mm-hmm. Chris O'Dowd. Oh, yeah, Chris O'Dowd, <laughs> yeah. In it for life. <laughs> I have no idea why he's in it. And then the... I think she's Australian, the other one. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The one who was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes. Um, And then basically... Yeah, so they're all working together, but then, you know, there's events going on on Earth. Because of the energy shortage. That's it. You, see, like you see it from a couple's perspective. So you see it from the lady who's on the space station and her husband, a human who's husband, Earth. who's on right. Earth. So oh, he can right. see what's going on down there. We can and, see what's going up there. Yeah, right, and this right, is right. not a spoiler either in that there's tensions between nations because of the energy crisis. And then there's like war potentially brewing between Germany and Russia. And there's a German and Russian astronaut right. space station. Oh, so that right, creates okay. tension. Yeah. Um, I thought it was... I might save that for when you've seen it but one thing which annoys me about this film and any film which has this in is when there's foreign characters and I speak to you in English you reply to me in your language and we have a conversation like that where I'm talking English has that happened in the film? yeah it happens in so many films and so like it happens with the Chinese lady she's speaking Cantonese I assume and like everyone understands Cantonese and she understands English but they have conversations and neither of them speak the same language. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I understand that you want to establish that these people are from different countries. Yeah, but why Why yeah. can't they just have a conversation in one language? Yeah, if you true. want to make it in Cantonese, have them talk in Cantonese and put subtitles. Don't have one person speaking in English and the other person replying in another language. It just makes no sense. It's so and they annoying. Sub- they obviously subtitled the person reply. They didn't. Yeah, they do. Not in all of it, I don't think. I said well, only the, the important parts. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that happened... Does that oh, happen actually, maybe I'm wrong. Does that happen the Spanish? No, there's two people well. that are talking the same language at one point, away from everyone else. And if I was on that space station, I'd be like, what are you two talking about? Yeah. But no one knew what they were talking about and they were just chatting away to each other about shit. And I was like... It happens in Altered Carbon as well, the first episode, when they're speaking in Spanish and then they just keep flitting in yeah. between Spanish and English. And I'm like, what's the point? Like, it's so but to be fair, people do do that. Nah, this, that didn't work for me. But, yeah, so... We, it's the worst. Like, personally, I think it's the worst of the three films, yeah. but it's not bad. It's good. Well, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Right? And it does raise a lot more questions than it yeah. answers. But it does... It answers key things. It does answer key things, but you're right, it... It opens a whole another doorway of questions. I'm not sure because... So it's like Prometheus. It, it so does, because it, it explains... It, ex- it technically explains why the things happened... Cloverfield happened. Sort of, yeah. But then I kind of feel like this film starts before the yeah. Cloverfield film, yeah. but finishes after, after the Cloverfield. Yeah. So we're assuming that the time has warped or something, and that they've been... No, it doesn't. No, we, no, it does make sense because it takes a long time for a space shuttle to go back down to Earth. Yeah, but with the husband, yeah, the time that he's been, that's passed since he's been there, yeah, is the same amount of time that's passed up there because of events that happened. Anyway, no, we, oh, I'll, I'll watch I'll, it and I'll we'll, get, we'll go into saying, spoilers. Yeah. But for me, it didn't make much sense. Just a little side thing. 
speaking about spaceships, mm-hmm. did we see the SpaceX Tesla people fired their rocket? Yeah, Elon they put, Musk. A, car, put mm. a car in space. Yeah, they're, they're, well, they wanted to send the car to uh, Mars. Mars, but the trajectory is completely wrong and it's going to end up in an asteroid field somewhere. Yeah, well, the thing is, I read a f- quite an interesting thing today. Like you said that uh, someone was saying, like, is Elon Musk the best James Bond villain of all time? Because he's filthy rich. Yeah. He does things for like, oh, oh damn it! I wish I had it. Had, could you pass my iPad? I'll quickly get it up because I'm just gonna say it all wrong otherwise. But one thing, the the retractable rocket boosters thing that he designed worked almost well. I I'd imagine perfectly because they came back down. So that, that's quite a big step in rocket technology, I think. It's gonna. But why is he sending his car to space? Because he can, because he's rich. Yeah, and just because he can. He doesn't give a shit. And plus, he, he's, he wanted to test if he could send the rocket to Mars, because there's that um, plan to spend, send, what, eight people, seven, eight people to Mars? Good luck. That he's funding. Well, you can, because he's For got... For what purpose? Uh, huh? For what purpose? What basically to research it more because at the moment they all, all we've got there is the Mars rover mm. which is taking pictures so send people there get rock samples bring them back the same what we did with the moon the moon's a lot closer <laughs> no I know and that was staged <laughs> let's not get into that hey, one bring back Stanley Kubrick <laughs> there's no wind on the moon that's all I'm saying <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> so let's talk about altered carbon hold on hold on hold on hold on alright have you got it up yet no. Uh, oh, there he is, there he is. So, he's um, unfathomably rich, manufactures and distributes weapons banned under the Geneva Convention. Consens- consention? A lot of people do that. Has access to and knowledge of all varieties of cutting-edge technology, some of which is more advanced than the US government. Launches a, launches a car into space for publicity. <laughs> and he's also uh, building, like, secret tunnels under Los Angeles, I believe. Or, I don't know. Think so. Not very secret then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's built. Sorry, he's not building. He's building tunnels under Los Angeles. I think. What, what, what purpose? Oh, for? Rich, isn't it? He could do like he could be making a fucking sewage system for one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's like the meths in Altered Carbon. Let's talk about Altered Carbon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I watched episode one. Made zero sense to me. I uh, watched half of it and didn't get it so it took me a while I don't know if I'm going to bother carrying on so I really like it you two can talk away what is altered carbon why should we care do you want to go for it or no you can go I'm not very good at explaining I'm not sure I'm going to be very good at explaining this but basically and you can just jump in any point when I'm wrong Um, from what I can see that it starts off it's an Asian bloke and a woman in a room and you can pretty much tell straight away that they're some kind of assassins or they work for someone and then all of a sudden Bare people bust in. Like military police yeah. people. And so basically the whole premise is that you've got this chip in your spinal cord at the top here. That chip dies, you're gone forever. If your body dies but you have that chip, your body, your soul can then be transferred yeah. into another body. That is the Called a sleeve, right? Called a sleeve. Yeah, so basically... Can I just say, that whole premise of the film does not make sense. In what way? In the way that this... Bloke, so this guy, so you know what, the guy who Ko- plays Kovacs. the Takeshi Kovac, the the main person. right, yeah, okay. So you know the bloke who plays in uh, House of Cards, he's running against. Um, I know who you're talking oh, about. God, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, so he's the he's the new sleeve for the guy you see at the beginning. Yeah. 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 What I don't understand is, yeah, your sleeve has been shot to shit. Yeah. yeah. 
How did this? How did he die? Who? The the guy that he's just he he took a sleeve of someone else. Oh, what the the white dude? Yeah, so the white dude has died. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why his sleeve is available. But he was killed. Yeah, he didn't just die of like natural causes for then someone to just put a soul in for him to be rebooted. Yeah. He was killed. Yeah. Yeah. So surely you could just do that same thing with his original body. And make that his sleeve again. Yes. Maybe that's not how it works. Yeah, well, yeah quite clearly it doesn't work like no. that. But like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, yeah. Why yeah. would you not just yeah, use could. that sleeve? No, they could do that. But the reason they didn't do that is because... The sleeve that he was in before, yeah. when he got shot to pieces, is yeah. like... An, he wasn't like an assassin or whatever he was. True, he's an illegal so guy. It's an illegal yeah, thing. True. So they wouldn't bring him back in the same sleeve. I mean, I get that, but surely my if and I'm this guy I'd be thinking, right, how, I want to get my old body back. How, let's how, go. How far into it are you? I think I'm like episode eight, nine. So you know the whole thing with the meth ge- um the really rich person, I can't remember his name. Uh, one fucking idiot. That's uh, what he is. I name. can't remember his name. Oh, but um, it doesn't matter. Yeah, again, the rich guy. Like yeah, Bancroft. Yeah, Bancroft. So he's trying. Bancroft it... hates the policewoman. Yeah. And the white guy. Yeah. Uh, and the policewoman were together because he used to be a policeman. Exactly. And then he wanted to do stuff outside so, and, the and books, Ban- and then he got framed for. Yeah, and Bancroft doesn't like the policewoman, so he put this guy in that sleeve to fuck with her. Which is stupid. Which is stupid, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, basically, the main character is investigating why someone tried to kill Bancroft. Bancroft is still okay because he's super rich and he can afford a cloned body. So, he's yeah. got his sleeve cloned. Probably got yeah. loads of them. And his consciousness is backed up. Every yeah. Four yeah, 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 yeah. So, but there's a blip in it. That's why he can't remember yeah, they, who killed him. There's a 10... Is it a 10-minute ten ten. window? I think where, it's even less where, than that. where the memories are downloaded onto the satellite and he got killed in that 10 minutes. Right. I think, so, it's, I think it's shorter than that, mate. I think it's like 10 seconds. Where, well, whatever it is, he got killed in that period of time, which yeah. is why his memory is not backed up and he don't know who And basically he's, he's saying to the guy, if you don't figure this out fast, I'll just put you back in... Because he's been under ice for 250 years. Yeah. Because that was his criminal sentence. Yeah. Because he was not an envoy. Yeah. Okay. He did kill so a what's bunch. An envoy was basically a, a rebel organisation um, that wanted to stop having the the stacks, which is the DNA coding thing. Because obviously, if if with, with all that stacks things, you're basically defying death. Yeah. No one can really die. And he's I, from I'm, another planet as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's not based on Earth. The, God. the human race has occupied a number of different planets. Right. I'm also thinking there's a massive tree that this rich person has built his house around and it's some significance to this bloke that is working for him because of where it comes from and yeah, on his it, planet. because he was an envoy and that tree was part of the envoy thing. And it has I feel like it's got a much yeah, deeper would, meaning. You reckon? How many yeah. episodes is this series? Ten. 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 And so, they're an hour long. That's why that's what kills the me. The first episode tries to explains so much and does an absolute appalling job of it yeah, like yeah. he goes he like goes into a hotel yeah where no one's been for 50 years yeah and then people follow him in and then the hotel just shoots all of them and i'm like what so that's a robot work in there that's a robot yeah, yeah but why are they shooting because basically they they have a deal like you're the guest so, yeah, so you you, you you're protect- anonymity nah man 
it is. It's, it's made absolutely is, no sense. There's a lot going on in this film. It's com- it's completely out of it. The show, yeah, sorry. Um, and it's you got. I know it's an hour long, so it's ten hours of filming, but there's a lot going on that yeah. needs to be explained in a short period of time. There's yeah. no progression in it. Like if they'd show me a backstory to how this stack was invented and then the protest behind it. They, well, they didn't show a backstory, but they they showed who invented it. Uh, to be fair, I did fall asleep through three episodes. I was oh, ill, okay. and then I woke up to a yeah. bloody shootout in a in a in a lift. So that was pretty um, a pretty good. Oh, part. where where the Chinese bloke took that was out of sick. Oh yeah, my that was, days! That, that was the so fighting scenes in it are actually is it sick. worth carrying on? I would say it is. Does it make sense? Yeah, it does. I'd does say it? Yeah, I'd it say don't bother. Okay, I don't think I will. To be honest, the only reason I'm bothering is because I went and saw that scene and I was like, "Sick!" and I'm gonna carry on. We'll wait for you to finish it and then you can have a spoilery discussion yes. about it. But yes. I don't, I don't think. I think it was just a bit of a mess, to be honest. If you like Blade Runner, you'll like this. Yeah, yeah I did Blade like Blade Runner. Runner. Blade yeah. Runner is very slow, yeah. but it was. If you like Blade good. Runner, you'll like this. Yeah, and Blade Runner makes sense, but it took th- almost three <laughs> hours to explain it. Yeah, and I guess this is ten, the same ten, and doesn't yeah. still make much sense. Oh yeah. well. We saw an Odeon screen unseen. Oh, did. Gutted I couldn't see that. Yeah. What did you say? I was ill. Wow. It was I, Tonya. Yeah. Which... Obi, would you like to explain I, Tonya? Talk us through. Uh, yeah, it's... I'm going to say semi-autobiographical, semi-autobi- <laughs> because I'm not sure how much of what in the film was true and not. Uh, based on the Tonya Harding who was a famous um, ice skater back in the 90s. And basically, the film shows her like starting out as a child, leading up to the incident that basically ended her ice skating career, mm. which was um, her, supposedly, and her husband and his mate, her bodyguard even, um, conspiring to um, take out one of her competitors, Nancy Kerrigan, uh, at the 19, before the 1994 Olympics, Winter Olympics, I think it was. So yeah. Who's the star of, Who's the star of this film? Margot Robbie. She's oh, been Oscar yeah. nominated for yeah. it. Yeah. I I think I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah. Oh shit. But it was actually, I actually really enjoyed I it. Good. Like, I I didn't really know how you know, I had no kind of expectations about it, but I found it funny. Mm. Like it was very funny. Uh even in places where you're like, should I be laughing at this? <laughs> um I thought the performances are very good, especially Alison Janney, who plays her mum. Yeah. Um, like, this really, like, cutting person. She's just, she just not, like, very angry and nothing kind of pleases her. Very hard on Tonya. Um, I thought the story is really interesting. Like, yeah, I didn't know anything about this before. No. Um, I wasn't really sure where it was going. Mm. Um, I'd heard about the incident because I've heard it, like, through, like, a, for like reference of because I was listening to a podcast or something like that and someone said oh so and so Tonya Harding to her and I was thinking like oh right I was thinking because obviously when I listened to it first I was thinking like what does that mean but then obviously when I see this film and I find out what, what happened I was like oh okay now that makes sense so yeah like, her, that incident is kind of used as like a what's it called like a, a verb yeah <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah okay because so when you say take out not as in kill but as in like they ended up smashing her knee in mm. so she couldn't compete oh, okay. um, and then so it wasn't a full mafia whack. No, right. but it was, like the it was the <laughs> the least mafia like taking out <laughs> I've ever seen portrayed in my life. But the way this film presents the incident happening is that before the Olympics, Tonya gets a death threat, saying, "You know, oh, we'll shoot you if you 
compete. And they oh, right. think that it's... Um, what's her name? Karen. Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. They think it was from her camp. So oh. they... So Tonya was like, oh, well, why don't we just send one back? You know, death threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But not she follow up, follow up on it. Yeah. And then the bodyguard kind of... <laughs> he's this guy who... It's because she, she, she... He, like, asks her for... Uh, he asks um, the husband for, like, a thousand dollars or whatever to try and get everything in motion. And he comes back and asks him for more money. And the guy's like, forget it, just call it off. And then she, like, I think um, Tonya calls him, like, a fat fuck or something like that and starts insulting him. So he thinks, okay, I need to prove that I'm... Yeah. You know, that I'm, but like, he's this, yeah. like, delusional guy. He thinks right. he's, like, SAS. He keeps mentioning, like, oh, yeah, I trained in Burma and, and all oh, these places. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, just, yeah. like, overweight slob. <laughs> and um, so where he basically... When he talks, it's so jarring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wanted it up. Oh. He he kind of orchestrates the hit on Nancy, mm. um, and yeah, he gets these two complete idiots mm. to smash her knee in, and then one of them gets caught, and then uh, the bodyguard basically instantly gives up the husband mm. of Na- of Tonya, and then um, obviously then by association Tonya is kind of yeah. complicit in this, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she finds out what happened, and kind of delays telling anyone so then she gets right. uh, arrested for was it perverting the course of justice yeah. or something yeah. um, and then the judge orders her basically bans her from ice skating mm. and nice. she's like I would rather and the rest of the people get 18 months yeah. and she gets she, banned she, from she like pleads like I'd ra- just send me to prison so then when I come out I can skate again like, yeah. I'll do the 18 months and yeah. she's like pleading pleading send me to prison can they do that I didn't even think they could do that yeah, yeah. but it's a really but is it ice skating related was did she gain anything from having? Well, this? essentially, she She's was competing. Yeah, it, she was competing at the Olympics no, no, but, with one of her competitors. Like oh, and she she oh right. So, I so Nancy it. was as good, if not better, than so I miss, Tonya. Miss, so Nancy went to prison or Tonya? No, Tonya got banned for life from. But Nancy, Nancy was the one whose knee. Nancy was oh, sorry, that's what I was getting confused with. Um, okay. But you also see a lot of Tonya's life upbringing. Like she has an abusive relationship with her mother. And she, her husband. And her husband. Like there's a lot of domestic violence in this, which was actually quite uncomfortable to watch. Mm. But um, sorry. Yeah, I just you know you feel sorry for her really. Mm. Um, but then it says at the beginning, it's like this is based on, this is a true story based on people's opinions or something, doesn't it? It kind of yeah. caveats it in the way that it kind of presents it as like a documentary. Yeah. But isn't isn't everything almost like that? True, but this is very upfront about the fact that. You know, because the you see, you see the Sebastian Stan plays the husband, Margot Robbie plays Tonya, mm. and then it interviews him, her, and the mother, and also different people about these incidents. And they, and you see the husband. They, they sometimes put them together, and uh, Margot Robbie would say like, "Oh yeah, it was his idea," and he'd be like, "Oh, it was Tanya, Tonya's idea." Right, and so right, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of she said, he said. Yeah, it's yeah. Un- it's unclear. Um, I think they leave it. They leave it kind of open-ended because I think there was one point where um, they're filming Margot Robbie and this is like um, so like when she's telling the story back and she says something along the lines of like oh Nancy was my friend who would do that to a friend and she just like pauses for ages yeah. <laughs> she's like seriously and then just starts smoking on a cigarette yeah. and you're like you're not sure she's like being yeah. serious or and like when they're describing the domestic violence like she's like oh he kept hitting me and goes I never hit her but she tried to shoot me with a gun and you see like right, Tonya okay. shoot him and then Margot Robbie looks at the camera and goes this didn't fucking happen <laughs> you know it's just quite oh, okay. kind of parodic yeah. in a yeah. sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you like what I did then like that I really liked I like the way that they kind of framed the whole film um, mm. do you think she knew 
that they were no, planned it? I don't think so. Do you think the husband knew? Do you think the husband ordered it? Or do you think the bodyguard went off his own back? I would say the bodyguard ordered it because I think he's so delusional that he would take it too far. Okay. I feel very sorry for Tonya, mm. the fact that she was. Oh, yeah, like no one, like, because of her head, she had like this like, hillbilly redneck image. So nobody, and obviously the ice skates are very like you know like elegant. Elegant. Yeah. You have to have a sort of sort sort of image, and she didn't have that image. So like, one of the things um, about her was that when she was coming through the ranks, um, she wasn't getting the scores that she believed her performances deserved because um, judges just didn't like her look. Basically, she mm. was kind of like white trash sort of thing. And she's the only ice skater at this point anyway who had ever landed a triple, triple axel. axel, which is like a complicated move and she did that and she still didn't get maximum points did she, she funnily was... enough sorry I just randomly saw this video on Twitter yesterday there was a I think she might be French a French ice skater and she did like a either a front flip or a back, back flip. flip yeah oh, you, you see it you yeah. see it, and they banned it from um, yeah. from competition because obviously it's so dangerous yeah. and she's apparently the only person to ever, ever done it. that in competition yeah. yeah but yeah it was, a, it was very she funny she had her own on the ice yeah why's it dangerous because you can break your neck Oh, yeah, but you can break your neck doing any flip, can't you? Yeah, well, but I guess yeah. when there's ice and... Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the film... Yeah, but you're much yeah. more likely to break your neck doing a front flip or a back flip than you are doing... Because they, they do spins. So you can spin, and, like, if you're spinning on your side, like, what's more dangerous, spinning on my side or doing the front flip? Yeah, I get that, but... That's that's not, too, but they're saying yeah. it's, too, that it's too dangerous. Yeah, but... That's, that's too dangerous. That's too far, is what they're saying. But then, I get that. W- would you cancel it out of gymnastics courses doing back but you, you don't have gymnastics you don't have skin. eight ten inch long blades on your feet yeah, but, when you're but hard, how, you're, how, you're, ice, how the fuck are your blades going to go into your neck break your neck doing a flip in gymnastics yeah right? but it's not the same Joe <laughs> it's okay, more dangerous so, what, do you, what do you think is more dangerous doing it in gymnastics or doing ice skating whilst you're moving at pace but aren't you moving at pace in gymnastics yeah I mean it's I get your point well, yeah. because of which, the ice what are you more in control of when you're running or when you're on skates where are you more in control it depends. Mm. How? Depends who you speak to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do get, I do get your point, but I, I, yeah, I mean, I understand why they banned it, but just Tony Hawk is more comfortable on skates. How do you know? I don't know. <laughs> How do you know? walking. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed this film. I think Alison Janney's in a good shout for uh, best. Yeah, she's actress. really good. Yeah. Um and um yeah, I would recommend it. Not Tonya for. I think her performance was good, but. I don't think it was exceptional. Nothing special. Mm. Don't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Actually, I had a thought which I wanted to mention about Alter Carbon. Do you think it's problematic that the main character is Caucasian and his name's Takeshi Kovacs and he's basically no, they've gone from a Japanese man to no, a no they they explain all of that they do yeah and okay. and the whole premise I of think the film so it's not you, whitewashing you no know. the whole premise of the, of the show. That you can change your appearance like that. I but don't do you know. Yeah, that, I, considering I he starts off as a Japanese man, he has a Japanese name, and the the but, main focus of the entire series is a white man. Yeah, I do. I do get your point. Uh, almost, I do agree with you in the sense that they could have just put another Asian Japan, yeah. Yeah, person yeah, in, yeah. but then they, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think they've had any backlash, have they? I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read anything about it. I but I just kind of would be any backlash. I mean, I I don't see a massive problem with what they've done. Well, his sister's in it, and his sister's not Japanese. changed anything Based about on herself. the book as well. So maybe that's what exactly happens in the book. True. Yeah. True. It's like um, just yeah, random popped into my head. Yeah, mm. no, it's a, it's a decent point to be fair, but 
I don't think there's anything malicious or whatever in there. Okay. Alright, what else have you been watching? Nothing. Uh, Maze Runner 3. I watched Maze Runner 3. The Death Cure. The Death Cure. Is it any good? I, f- I quite enjoyed it. There was a girl behind me crying. It was hilarious. Crying? Yeah, at the end. <laughs> it was, it was, it was... Oh, wow. Sounds like she was having a quarter-life crisis. Yeah. Because I watched the first one. Yeah. I thought it was all right. Apparently, the first one's the best one. Apparently, it's gone downhill. It's like the first, second, third. is second one's rated. crap. Well, yeah, I tried to watch the, the second one and couldn't do the it. Third one, the third one's better than the second one, I think, for sure. Um, I was hoping in the third one they wouldn't have the zombies. Right, because I feel like the zombies in the second were just like so like oh, based so, on the bit though, isn't it? Like, yeah. oh, it's so cliche, like having zombies and stuff. So there was a little bit. There so was... many zombies now. Yeah, exactly. Like, zombies are everywhere. Yeah. So what's the what's the premise up until the beginning of the death cure and how is the death cure? Uh, so, Hopefully, wrap it up. So basically, it's not a part one, is it? No, this is it. It's finished now. This is the end. Yeah. So basically, it's just the the whole the crew. They're looking for Minho, who was taken at the end of the second one. Um, and basically, it leads them to... Uh, I can't remember what the place is called. But it's basically like the only city that's actually like, left standing in the whole, that whole like, wasteland because it's all like decimated because of the disease. So it leads them to there. And um, uh, they just basically, they're basically trying to break him out, slash, um, take down Wicked. That's pretty much the premise of the film. What, Did I explain the, the theatre show oh. Wicked? <laughs> the uh, the, the Alco Pop Wicked. The what? That's wicked, man. Oh. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> These people, man. Chris, what you Can I explain more about um, why the main character chose his allegiance to the other people? And did they explain like the? Because I can't remember the second one. Did they explain the memory loss? Why he's got memory loss? I can't remember. Everyone goes through memory loss when they went through the. The thing that's why they when they work up in the maze, no one can remember who they are. Yeah. They oh yeah. But did I explain like? Because I feel like they didn't explain why the maze was there. Am I missing something? Maybe. I, it was to um. It was to test uh. Cause it was to test the kids because they were they were all immune to the disease or something like that, and it was to, something to do with like. But I thought all kids were immune to the disease. No, they're not all. They're not. No. no. Not. That they actually show that in the, in the last Is film. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But it's something to do. I don't know. It's something to do with like. Um, getting, I think it's getting like their adrenaline pumped up because there's something in their something in their blood, um, it is um, might be accessible to use to make a cure. So in the third film, um, they've captured um, Minho and holding him in a tower, and they're basically putting him in a simulation, and basically they put him back in the maze that he was in like the first film, um, and he's like having to uh, run away from that uh, big spider mm-hmm. thing, and basically they're trying to get his adrenaline up to. And they're like scaring the crap but out of But it's just like a virtual reality. Yeah, it's virtual reality. Yeah. So it's not real, but. They explain why the main character chose his alliance, but why he didn't stay with the people who are doing this adrenaline stuff and why he was working. I'm pretty with... sure, didn't they say that in the second, well, in know... the second film? Because he decided that what. Because he was part of the team, the Wicked, the wicked team. <clears throat> didn't he feel that what they were doing was wrong or something like that? I can't remember that's why. But was, don't yeah. Wickers just want to find the cure for death? Yeah, but, but they're doing this by killing people, by killing kids. Ah, okay. Because people, people die in that maze. In the first film. True. Yeah, true. But can they not just withdraw the blood samples and create an antibody through that? That's what they're trying to do. Oh. Um, do do Effie and the main guy talk again? Does he, does he kill her? Does he... They do talk again. Yeah. She, she double crosses them, doesn't she? She does double crosses trials. Yeah. yeah, I knew that was coming. What I knew bitch. that was coming. Yeah. Mate, that was so obvious, man. I mean, do you guys give a shit about spoilers? Like a spoilers. No, not really. No, I don't really care. I'm, I'm I might watch it. it, but I probably won't. I was going to yeah, see it, but I saw... So, spoilers incoming. So... They yeah so they they um, 
Thomas and all them lot, they get they capture this train thinking that um their mate Meanham's gonna be on it, but um he's basically they he was on it but the um wicked people took him off of it because they knew that that's who um they uh, the the group would be looking for. And and um there's something special about Meanham and his blood, so they take him to Wicked to experiment with him and do the thing with the get to get his adrenaline, use his blood to try and cure people with the disease and stuff like that. And all that's happening, and whilst all that's happening, the whole group are like, "Okay, we need to go find Minho. He's in this this last city place." So then they go all the way to that last city. They encounter some um, some I don't know. I'm just gonna call them soldiers because, for lack of a better word, some soldiers who are obviously against Wicked, um, and they spot this resistance. Group. Yeah, they spot the group and then they capture them and they take them to um, some underground place and they find out that um, Will Porter's character Galley from the first one is still alive. What? Crazy. <laughs> and he's um, he's part of this group now. And obviously Thomas is like, allow it, you could chuck or whatever his name was and he punched him in the face. And uh, so then they, uh, after he's punched him in the face and all that stuff, they conspire to go to the tower to grab Minho and destroy Wicked and blah, 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 blah. And do you know, the, the, what's his face? The kid who's in um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. Brody, Thomas that's Sankster. the one. So he... Uh, it's contracted the disease so he's like throughout the film he's like slowly getting worse and worse and worse and worse and just worse. like he does in Game of Thrones <laughs> typical zombie yeah so then they go to this the, the wicked place they capture um, they capture Effie Effie thank you and there's one. Teresa they capture Teresa Effie's better <laughs> and uh, yeah they force her to um, get them into wicked like food security and all stuff like that uh, the, the main bad woman kind of like Kind of like gives up, I suppose, because she's kind of like, yeah, the disease is pen- going to penetrate these walls any moment now. Like, we'll all be dead within like a month or whatever. And um, the other guy who's in Game of Thrones, Baelish, Peter Baelish. Oh, yeah. Um, he's French reunion, mate, isn't it? You know, he's like, um, no, we can't give up, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of like transcends into the main villain at this point because she's kind of like, kind of sees like what she's doing is wrong, like torturing the kids, which obviously is wrong, but whatever. And uh, so, yeah. That all happens. They get Minho. They escape. Um, and then at this point, um, oh, some underground rebel crew from this, the outside of the city charge Wicked, blow up the walls, and they just start destroying the whole the whole building and all stuff burning down. And um, at this point, um, Newt, that's his name, Newt is like, um, just f- like, fucked. He's about to die, basically. And all like, the disease, the disease like, taking him over and he starts to turn into a crank or a zombie or whatever. Tries to kill Thomas and Thomas... I think Tom, I think Thomas ended up stab- having to stab him, but it was a bit unclear because um, Newt charged at him with a knife and then somehow he ended up getting stabbed. So I don't know if he ran at him and then stabbed himself to stop himself from you know, right, okay. his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a bit unclear. And then as Thomas is leaning over uh, Newt's body, like obviously upset, you hear Effie on the, on the megaphone and she's saying like, Thomas, we need you. We need your blood. Your blood is the key to stopping this disease. Um, you could save Newt or whatever. And then he goes to the building and he's like, oh, is it true? Because is my blood like, is my blood the key to the antidote? Um, he says this to the woman who's in charge and the woman's like, yes, uh, you can come and help us, blah, blah, At that point, she gets shot by Baelish. Baelish is like, fuck you. Um, then he drugs um, Thomas and Thomas wakes up in like some lab. He's all up strained and Effie's taking his blood. And doing whatever, whatever, um, and then Baelish, uh, you see that Baelish has also got the um, disease as well. So he tries to take the antidote and use it for himself. But then Effie knocks him over the head with something, and then they all have like a massive fight. Baelish ends up shooting Thomas in the stomach, 
and then they end up they fight some more and then they manage to somehow uh, trick Baish into um, breaking open a glass prison that had zombies in it so that he ends up getting eaten by zombies so he's dead nice. and then they go to the top of this roof and the roof the, the building's burning and Thomas is like obviously shot in the stomach so he's like fucks and stuff and then uh, the whole crew come by in this ship they grab Thomas on top of the, the thing and then Thomas is like reaches out for Effie and Effie's just like sees the building burn down and she kind of just lets herself go and then she so she the building burns down and she just she dies and Thomas is like no and he cries <laughs> and then Thomas wakes up like how many months later and they're, they're on some like uh, paradise island and um, yeah and then they, they build some wall thing it's like yeah put the names of the ones we lost on here to remember them blah 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 so Thomas puts up Teresa um, once someone puts up new someone else puts up uh, Chuck the fat kid that died in the first film and uh, and it ends with a voiceover of Newt uh, reading, a, uh, reading a letter that he um, wrote for Thomas basically saying like uh, thank you for being my friend uh, you're so brave blah, blah 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 and then it ends and then some girls start crying so do they cure? no but Thomas has the cure in his pocket so I shoot as the film ends he has the cure in his pocket so I assume maybe he's going to try and do something with it so yeah Bullshit. What? Sounds alright. It was good. Yeah. It was yeah. good. Better yeah. than the second one. Okay. okay. The second one was dreadful, to be fair. Yeah. I was not a fan. Uh, now, are you going to ask Gabe more questions about it? No. Okay, I was going to say, as we are talking about Game of Thrones quite a bit and that, <laughs> um, Game of Thrones release date came out and we didn't discuss it, did we? I didn't even know there'd been a release date for it. Uh, when is it? Oh, Donde? I thought it was. It, although this one that I've looked at does say unconfirmed, but I think it means the T boot scheduling time. Right. But 7th of April 2019. 7th of April 2019. 420 days, 10 hours, 52 minutes, and 6 seconds. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to rewatch. Oh, so like a year and a half then? Yeah, but it after. says unconfirmed there, but I think that means more for the time. Because right. I, I think this is the now. The, the, that is the date. That they set, but whether that just sticks to, yeah. So. Well, that, that's a, probably a provisional date because they've got a, probably got to film most yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I will film. Oh really? Oh me. god, no. Do you know what I really want to rewatch? Because you've been talking about, it, and I was talking about it at the weekend skins. Oh mate. I saw. He was just mentioning Effie. Yeah, just I just yeah. said that because oh. yeah, and uh, and I also watched online the other day uh, Chris's speech from the funeral. Ah. Oh. Uh, not Chris's speech. Uh, the speech, speech about Chris. Yeah, Chris, yeah. 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 Everyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Sick segue. I watched a film. It's from the archive, uh, called About a Boy. So this is oh, a yeah. film. It's from two thousand and two. Is that one with um... Nicholas Holt? Nicholas Holt. It's his breakout performance. So he obviously played Tony in Skins. Yeah. Um, hence the sick segue. Well, I was to... who's who's the adult in it? Hugh Grant. That's the one. Yeah. So this is a British rom com, um, which is you know, very typically British. Uh, the humour is very British, very sarcastic and kind of uh, sarcastic and that. Um, so it's about Hugh Grant is this bachelor. He um, does absolutely nothing with his life. Like he's just man of leisure. He's rich because his father wrote a Christmas song and he lives off the royalties. Um, and basically he, you know, he's very selfish. He says like, oh, I'm an island, like, you know, just a one man island sort of. Um, but he, he just hooks up with random women and then he, um, goes to, and so you see his part of his story and you also see Nicholas Holt, who's a 12 year old boy. He's a bit of a neek. 
Um, Whoa, bruv! He's like eight years old, isn't he? Twelve. Oh, mad. <laughs> Still a neek. Oh. Um, <laughs> his mum uh, is a single mother. She has some mental she health. She a neek as well, bruv. She's a hippie. Uh, she has mental health issues and she's very depressed and she often like is upset. Mm. Um, and he's a bit of a loner. Like He gets bullied at school. Um, but, you know, he's very kind of level-headed. He just he, he knows that stuff he does gets him bullied but he does things because his mum it makes the mum happy and that's all he wants to do so like they really like singing the song Killing Me Softly um, and so like some, he sings that and sometimes he just break, bursts out into song Can you sing and, it at like a talent show or something yeah. like that yeah I've seen this one um, and and then so and then he sometimes gets looked after by his mum's friend who's also a single mother uh, whilst this is going on Hugh Grant thinks it's a good idea to um, go to single parent meetings to pick up women so he pretends that he's a single father um, and then he goes to this like single mother's meeting and they're like, oh, so they're all, you know, it's like a group session. They're talking about their kids and the struggles and they say to him, oh, what about you? And he's like, oh shit, okay. So he invents this child that he has um, and he like goes to mother care and buys a, a baby seat and just like throws those of like crisps and stuff on it to make it look like he's got a kid. And he ends up like seeing this... Uh, this Irish woman who's who does look after Nicholas Holt's character. Mm-hmm. I think his name's Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes on a date with her and Marcus comes along because the Irish woman's looking after him. Uh, and then when they take Marcus back home, his mum has tried to commit suicide. Um, so that's how Hugh Grant becomes involved in Marcus's life. They kind of... Marcus sees him as someone who can help make their fa- fix their family. He wants... He wants him to basically marry his mum and for them to live as a family unit. Um, so he keeps inviting himself around his house. Um, and initially, Even though Hugh Grant went out with the mum's friend? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the, his, Marcus's mother survives, but obviously, you know, Marcus is like, you fucking tried to kill yourself. Um, and then, yeah, so Hugh Grant's initially quite reluctant. He's like, Marcus is really annoying. He's intruding on my bachelor lifestyle. But eventually, he kind of wears him down and they become friends and they sit and watch Countdown together and things like that. <laughs> um, and Marcus then figures out that he doesn't really have a child. Yeah. He's like, oh, you two lied about this. And he's like, yeah, just did it to pick up women. Um, and then Marcus doesn't tell his mother. So his mother finds out because... He gets mugged for because Hugh Grant buys him new trainers. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Where did you get new trainers from?" And goes, "Oh well, I've been hanging out with Marcus." And then she basically thinks he's a bit of a nonce. So she's like, "Why are you hanging out with twelve-year-old boys and buying them gifts and stuff?" Um, so that's <laughs> that. You know, it's very like it's very it's a funny film, but um, yeah. So he kind of gets exposed, but he's also kind of met and fallen for Rachel Vice, uh, who has a twelve-year-old son. And so he gets Marcus to pretend that he's his son so that he can, again, deceive her. And, and it's just all about Hugh Grant's deceit and his growing relationship with Nicholas Holt's character, Marcus. Um, and in the end, like, even though he's, he's a complete knob and lies and stuff, he, he does get together with Rachel Weiss and they become like this really weird family because you've got the mother, Marcus... Rachel Weiss and Hugh Grant and they're like the family kind of grows and everyone's, yeah. everyone ends up happy but yeah it's a very uh, sweet British film quite funny um, I've never kind of gone for those sorts of films like Notting Hill and that but yeah I enjoyed it and I would definitely Ooh. recommend that one from the archive Fair
Yeah. What else we got now? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, we've all done. We've all seen. We don't tend to watch all the same stuff. No. Unless you've all seen Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. No. <laughs> Which I rewatched yesterday. Wait, what is that? Popstar oh, Never God. Stop Never Stopping. It's what? a mockumentary oh. with By the Lonely Island. So it's about, it's about Andy Sandberg's character. He's called Connor, Connor for real, and he's a he's a solo act. He's a mega. Is his rap. name actually Connor for real? Or does he name himself Connor? For his real? act is Connor for real. Right. His name's Connor. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, he's this like white rapper. Um. He used to be a part of the Style Boys, which is with his the other two from the Lonely Island. Yeah. And yeah, basically like. There's three in Lonely Island. Yeah. I thought there's only two of them. No, I think it's three of them, but. So they they were a group, and then he basically developed to become the solo star, and and it's basically him about his second album and how it's shit, and like <laughs> his his life just goes to pot, and he has to kind of rely on the uh, the other two guys to kind of boost him back up. But oh. you know, it's so funny. Mm. This film cracks. Me. I fucking hate those films. No. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Why? I don't think they're so shit. Like all that lonely island stuff. I just don't. It's hilarious. Yeah, I thought that was quite good. But there's so many like well. celebrity cameos and like all the songs are like got really hilarious lyrics. Um, oh my god! There's a song called Bin Laden and it's like yeah, but that's actually house. a song out like he's brought out, isn't it? With yeah, lonely island. They have an album. Yeah. yeah. If you like all that weird type of funny music, have you ever uh, listened to Little Dicky? Oh my no. God, that is fun. Listen, he's listen, so listen funny. You're like, Dickie. you're like Little Dicky. Little Dicky, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a white Jewish guy. Yeah, he he, he, he Snoop, uh, Snoop Dogg's label. Okay. He um he went around people's houses like trying to use their mansion for his video, and then these yeah. this old couple were like, yeah, go then. <laughs> it's just a, he he did a music video. He tries to do it as cheap as possible, or even for free. Yeah. He d- he done a song featuring his own brain. <laughs> so his all his songs are like piss takes. Yeah. Okay. His, his um thing is he does real reality type rap, which is basically just he talks about his shit, as they all do. But his shit is not like any other one's shit. But okay. I said Snoop Dogg. Yeah. There's Coach Snoop. Segway. Coach Snoop. What is Coach Snoop? It's a Netflix TV series. You know, like, what was that TV series we watched about the... Uh, Last the Chance Last Chance You. It's almost like that. Not quite like that. So, yeah, Snoop Dogg, and he basically wants to... The area he, he lives in, it's like, make or break, you either become part of a gang or you get out in time to not... That's what, that's what like, you envision as the first part, the way he's talking. Right. And he's saying that, like... So he starts off by saying, Coach Snoop and Snoop Dogg are two completely different people. Like, when I'm Coach Snoop, I don't do any of that. I don't drink, I don't smoke. Uh, I'm serious about coaching. And when I'm Snoop Dogg, I do all that, but... Coaching another, what? American football. to right. get to young he kids. set up his own... Um, league. Mid, yeah, yeah, little league. This is it. Him, him the, 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 essentially the documentary of him, or episode by episode of him and how this league goes and how the teams oh. go, yeah. Is it, and he's like actually serious, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh. So he, he's got a head coach and he's like, yeah, I do I do loads of stuff, but I've also got a head coach because obviously I can't be there all the time and he does it as well. And we, he, we've we got two different tactics. Like He's a very defensive, I'm very offensive. And I've only watched the first half of one episode at the moment because I was watching it at work, but like, at my at my break. <laughs> uh, just for right there. Um, so, okay. yeah, it's alright. I'm. I probably will watch it. Continue. Maybe but... just like half hour episode. 
Nah. Not that it matters, I'm just curious. No, I don't know, actually. I think it's now. Did you watch it, Joe? I haven't watched it, but I've seen it advertised on the little like trailer mm. things they show, and I, I thought, yeah, I'll give it a watch. And there's another thing, kind of like Last Chance You on Amazon Prime, which I might start watching as well. I can't remember what it's called, though. But I actually forgot I had it. Mm. I went on there, and there's actually loads of stuff on there. Like, even Mindhorn's on there and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. What, on Amazon? Yeah. Amazon actually has quite a lot. Yeah. But their layout is shite. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The Amazon video layout is what's, fucking what's wrong with it. I don't understand as well. They should definitely have all the content that's part of the Amazon Prime collectively together and all the content so that's not. Paid for as well, yeah, it? so if it doesn't have yeah. the Prime logo in the top oh, left, you've got to pay for it. Yeah, that's so rubbish. Yeah, that's really bad. Mm. Obviously, it's not as easy as clicking it and then you've paid for it. You've got to click it at least like four times to pay yeah. for it. But yeah. It's still... yeah, but you might think, oh, they've got. Infinity War on here it's like oh it's going to cost you a tenner like they literally yeah, have yeah, the yeah. first two seasons or something and then the next one's like not on it and you're like oh, yeah, God's yeah but then Netflix have like the second and third parts of a franchise and not the first yeah but then I mean? but yeah. they but they own that part and that's what they've got like it's not like Amazon Prime Amazon Prime can have them all on there they choose not to have them all mm. on there though Amazon Prime have been making forays into films Manchester by the Sea was an Amazon funded film uh, that mm. one an Oscar for Best Actor for Casey Affleck. And they're also bringing out a film called Gringo. I thought it was David Oyelowo. Yeah. That film looks dreadful. It looks dreadful. It looks really bad. I want to watch it, but it looks really it's bad. It's like, it's a comedy about a guy, it's like a weed pill. And so it's Charlize Theron and Joel, Joel Edgerton. They've invented this weed pill and they're basically sending David Oyelowo uh, to Mexico to sell it to the, the cartels or whatever and then he gets captured um, are you going to say something yeah I'll, uh, it's completely unrelated but speaking of new films that are coming out oh. I heard that they're going to be um, doing a standalone Joker film oh yeah, yeah apparently it popped um, into my head I've, I've, Joaquin Joaquin, do you know what Phoenix? yeah Joaquin yeah. Phoenix when I saw that I was like that looks like good casting it does but I don't really want a, a, a standalone Joker film no, not uh, especially if you're not going to have the joke that you've made for this new DC universe. Yeah, is it not? Is it not? Is it not going to be part of the DC EU? No, no, it's a it's completely a, yeah. standalone. Oh my joke god, that's, that's confusing. That's confusing. Yeah. That's confusing, but if they do it right, it will actually be really good. They have to make it dark, like really dark. Yeah, oh yeah. Just lost their director as well, didn't they? Who is it? Probably Gambit. <laughs> yeah, eighty <for sure. laughs> times. Yeah, no. I but going agree. back to Gringo, I felt like. I don't know if David Oyelowo's performance in that sounds re- seems really parodic mm. and like borderline offensive, mm. considering like I've heard interviews where he's quite, you know, d- doesn't like that sort of thing. He's been in Selma and things where you kind of push, kind of black, you know, not uh, black portrayals as something serious, and, mm. and this completely seems to undermine that. He's just, but yeah. I think it looks dreadful, yeah, it looks really and I, I, I'm not going to watch it, unless you report back that it's very funny. I'll watch it, just because I like the actor. So. It's definitely not going to be in Beck and Imodian, though. No, 100% not. <laughs> Beck and so shit! I'm going to... Oh, Beck and Imodian, yeah, they don't, they don't fucking show anything, it's so annoying. What's the latest thing that they just... Oh, I want to watch Den of Thieves. Right. Uh, the one with um, 50 Cent and um, yeah. uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. and... Um, the guy you say is not fit. Yeah, yeah, it's sexy. What's his name? He's not sexy. He's in um. He's in the uh, White House down or yeah. something. No, no, no White House down. The other one. The other yeah. one. Oh, Gerard Butler. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, sexy. Anyway, 
What? But, I don't get it. Because Gerald Butler's always been put in as a sexy person. No, 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 no. Oh. It's not that. He's saying he always looks mad scruffy and it's known me. Oh, right. Oh. He never looks sexy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lead in all his films. He never looks sexy. It's jarring. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, they don't show, they don't show, they don't show Deadly Thieves. Obviously, I complained before. They didn't, no one, they didn't show Roman J. Israel. They didn't show... Um, what was that for? No, Roman J. Israel was... Even so, yeah. well, I would rather go to because obviously, like, I can watch it on my phone or whatever, or on my iPad. But I'd rather go and watch it in the cinema because I have an Odeon Pass, yeah. and they're showing it in Odeon. Yeah. They're not showing they're not showing it in the Odeon within like a fucking five mile radius of me. I have to go out and beyond the, the bloody vicinity to try and watch a to try and watch a film that um that stars an ethnic minority for fuck's sake, and this, <laughs> is, and this is a blockbuster like Black Panther. Yeah, well, they're probably just gonna sell it as Panther, right? Do you, do you think uh, Black Panther <laughs> will be um like? The Dark Knight's blo- uh, revenue. Like, how much what, billion? Yeah. I I don't think so. I don't think it'll be that high. I think it will be very successful. Yeah. Jumanji um, was pretty good and like... Yeah. What, did you, what did Jumanji do? What did Jumanji do? Oh, it like... It, it's, it was top of the box office seven weeks in a row. How much is it? How much is it gross? Oh, you shit. Yeah, no, I'll, just, I'll check now actually before I finish. I think Jumanji gross like near a billion and I reckon Black Panther will definitely gross. Yeah. Billion. This is this is an event film as well. Like... Yeah. Uh, the first Avengers was an event film. Yep. Civil War was borderline event. Infinity War being an event film. But this is an event film in the sense that it's so culturally uh, significant yeah. in a lot of ways. Mm. Like this is this is the most hype I've heard, uh, or the most like buzz I've heard, or people talking about a film beforehand than I've heard than I've had for any other like Marvel or DC film. Yeah. Yeah. Eight hundred sixty-three million. Oh, I reckon. I reckon. Jumanji. I reckon. If that, if Jumanji made that much, I reckon um, Black Panther will make more than that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, billion. Although, as much as I agree with you, Jumanji does hit all age range, while Black Panther might not necessarily. Does it? Yeah, because well, like kids who are, people are older who watch the original Jumanji want to watch oh, it. Yeah, kids yeah. who are younger will want to watch it, and then our generation want to watch it, yeah. even though the original Jumanji wasn't feel, really popular. I would say the same for a superhero film. I feel like this film. True. Is I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying. I'm no, not saying yeah, it won't hit yeah. a billion, but I think this film is gonna get an audience which a lot of films ha- don't capture because I think, and I don't know because maybe yeah. you might be able to speak better on this, but it seems like so significant because it's like the first black superhero like the cast is mostly african-american or you know black mm. um and then you know they've even got like kendrick lamar's released the tie-in album which like i've yeah. listened to some of it and a lot of the songs are kind of inspired by like african music or you know it's, yeah. it's, have you watched any of the videos for it no it's, it's very visually uh exceptional is very all the visuals in the thing are very yeah. African based and it's it, it, they just look wicked. Yeah, and I just think that like, this film is like a really big cultural moment, mm. like not just for superheroes but for kind of visibility within the film. So mm. I think people are going to go and see it because of that and not really because it's a superhero film. I'm curious to see what our opinions of it are next week when we come yeah. together. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. So. Be great. Yeah, I'm hyped. It's one of them films that I'm, I just know I know I'm gonna like it, like regardless. So. Wow, you're so sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many times we'll see it. I'll probably only see it once see it until it goes on DVD, and I'll see it a lot. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you did you do your um, Marvel DVD rewatching? No, I'm gonna do it before Avengers. I should have done it for before Black Panther, shouldn't I? But no, but there is. The whole point is if you watch one or one. I know, from the I know, but then what, what about four? I'm going to have to watch four again, aren't I? It's not out on DVD till just before Avengers comes out. No, it comes out in two weeks, I think. What, DVD? Yeah. Yeah, but I ain't going to buy it for a tenner. 
That's expensive, man. Nah. Watch it on the internet. Man. Oh god. Yeah, no, I will watch it again, and I'll probably, to be honest, probably watch Black Panther again if I have to online. Or uh, to another thing as well, I hope that I hope in Black Panther that they don't kill off um, Michael B. Jordan's character. I hope in that universe they kind of keep him around, kind of like Loki is in Thor. I hope yeah. they kind of like keep try and keep him around. Yeah, because I reckon he'll be because uh, he's like one of the main a, villains in the comic book. Depends so if he's yeah, a fan. Yeah. Depends if he's a fan favorite though. Like if people don't like him, then they'll just be like. I think, I think, he I think he's just he, he himself like him uh, the actor in general. I think people just love him. To be honest. So. Yeah. Yeah. Although. Fantastic Four did not do any good for him. He was good in it though. Yeah. In a, in a terrible. And film. he's going to be in Creed two as well. Yeah, I think yeah. Even though I'm not really sure though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that's no, good stuff. Oh, Anything leg. else you want um, to mention? Uh, Do you want to talk about eighty nine? What's eighty nine? Eighty nine is the story of the greatest title win ever. Title win ever. In what? In history Arsenal. In English football. Arsenal. Arsenal. So. Oh, not really. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, I meant like I don't really want to talk about it. Oh, no, well, let, we do. Let them talk so, about it. Go on. Arsenal greatest club in London. <laughs> best club in South London. Best club in North London. Um, <laughs> Good job, Glenn. You're We're by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. So eighty nine. You've, is... you've got by far the funniest fans. I'll give you and that, mate. Ju- just a little bit of context. We've got two Arsenal fans and two Tottenham fans. So yeah, so two people that know what they're talking about about football, and two people who Joe and Chris. Exactly. Um, so eighty nine is uh, the documentary about the nineteen eighty nine season. Uh, in which Arsenal pipped Liverpool to the Division 1 I'll title give, I'll give you a praise on for that, the mate. last day of the season. Right. So the film kind of sets up, you know, t- takes us, talks to a lot of key players for it. George Graham, the manager, Steve Bold, uh, Paul Merson, Paul Merson Lee, Lee Dixon, Nigel Winterburn, um, Tony Adams, Ian Wright. Mark, Mark, who Mark wasn't Thomas, who scored the goal that won us the league. Yeah. And it's just like talking heads about you know, their thoughts about the season because Arsenal were, was it like, is it 19 points ahead of something, Liverpool? Something stupid like that. By something like really Christmas, far ahead. By like Christmas, yeah. they were like 19 points ahead of Liverpool. And this decade, or the two decades before, Liverpool were winning everything. Yeah. Like Liverpool were like Barcelona, no. Yeah. Like, so they've won we, like five Champions Leagues, didn't they, Liverpool? Yeah. They won like, they won, they, at that point, they had won, they the won, they'd won four Champions Leagues in like, the space of like, span of like 15 years or something. Like yeah. That. I mean, we won, was it, we won Division 1 in 71. Yeah, and we hadn't won the and, league since then. Yeah, and up until 89, we didn't win anything and they won it almost every year, didn't they? Uh, so they just smashed it and be nice to win things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then second, suppose. <laughs> <laughs> if you've heard the song about Delhi Ali, it's like you've got oh, Ali, Delhi Ali. I just, just don't think you understand. You talk, wait, you talking about our one or your? You've got pubic hair, then you've got silverware. <laughs> you've got Delhi Ali. Yeah. Just jealous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so because you got so, Mikatarian. So second half of the season, <laughs> we kind of hit a slump right. and Classic. we weren't doing very well. Yeah. And Liverpool slowly gained and then to the point where on the last day of the season, when Arsenal were playing Liverpool at Anfield... And Gerrard slipped. No. <laughs> uh, Liverpool were... We were... There were two points, the two points. ahead of the, us. No, there were three, three points ahead. Three points ahead of us. So it was a goal difference game. A goal difference of plus... Must have been plus one. Because we had to yeah. win 2-0. We, essentially, we had to win by two goals yeah. at Anfield, which is unheard of. Uh, not necessarily, because if you won 1-0, but you're... No, no we yeah, had... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Whatever the permutations were, we had to win 2-0. And um, 
So they're talking about the tactics, the mind frame, George Graham saying, you know, he just wanted them to get to half-time, nil-nil, and then they, then he said, we're going to win a second half. Was there a lo- lot of uh, legit like footage from when it actually happened, or did yeah. they recreate mm. a lot of it? No, 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 no. Oh. There was any, any recreation. So, so they had like... It was all, it was all yeah, footage from the... From the yeah, day, yeah, there would have been film footage. Yeah, yeah it's only 89. What, the dressing room and stuff as well? Uh, no. Oh, that's what I meant, sorry, I should have said dressing room. Because you don't tend to film dressing rooms, which I've, I think they should do sometimes. Because like, it'd be interesting to see it, and like documentary-wise, but yeah. then at the same time... Some managers don't want, don't want it, though. True. And I think some managers are probably quite... They, um, they did film... There's, there's one video on uh, YouTube of a manager just absolutely tearing into his uh, players. It's probably a crazy game, remember, mate. No, it weren't. I can't remember... I can't remember that it were. I know it weren't them, but I can't remember the name of the manager. I think I know about you who you're talking about. But, but he, he was calling players cunts, and <laughs> you can't finish your dinner if, if if you want to have it. We'll we'll go outside, and you can have some. You can have some. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn me. laughs> oh, they win. No. Like, I don't know, but <laughs> you can have some. You can have some. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're talking about oh, like. Greatest accomplishments. I mean, we should really talk about. God, here we go. <clears throat> Tottenham's two thousand eight League Cup win. No, Tottenham being the first uh, English side to do the uh, English League and Europa League or Euro Champions Cup double. Literally, nobody cares about that. Uh, Just like it? no one cares about Arsenal. How long ago is this, Joe? How long ago is this? Sixty one. Sixty one. Sorry, yeah. Was your dad even alive at that point? Yeah. Oh. Well, congratulations. To <laughs> 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 oh, oh Glenn. Anyway, we were talking about yeah. So this dance, mate. This dance. <laughs> Save us here, robes. <laughs> right. So yeah, they were basically going through. Uh, like they do different reads of all different players, and like the different emotions and how they thought that what they were thinking basically at the time that the game was happening. Um, and how, how big an achievement that was, obviously, because of how good Liverpool were and how good Liverpool were, and how like inexperienced and young this Arsenal team actually were. Because I think in the the starting eleven that day they had like I reckon, I think four or five um, academy graduates. Yeah, because so, like really young, so like quite young. Tony Adams was like eighteen. Yeah, Tony Adams was like Paul eighteen. Merson Paul Merson was, was like, a teenager. Yeah. Michael Thomas was a Paul teenager. Merson. Yeah, and he's an idiot. Honestly, he's an absolute idiot. He's a Chelsea <laughs> fan. Yeah. He's an absolute moron, um, but um, yeah, and they were both like showing like how what big, how big an achievement it was, and it was just like obviously because I know about it, but it was just nice to see, kind of like see see like recreated sort of thing, and how like see how what people at the time were thinking at that time, and obviously like it wasn't just the players; there were some like journalists and. Uh, Ian Wright obviously didn't play for Arsenal at the time, but even he was there talking about how he felt when he was watching it. Because he was good he, mates with Rockcastle. Yeah, he was. They grew up. Together. Yeah, he was best friends hey? with David Rockcastle. So he played for Arsenal in uh, in the eighties slash nineties, and he died in two thousand one from uh, I think it was leukemia. Either leukemia yeah. or non Hodgkin's lymphoma, one of them too. Might be the same thing. And he's only thirty three. Yeah, and they were really good young. mates. They grew up wow. on the council. So like, together. yeah, in Lewisham. So like, he was talking about that, and then he just starts talking about. Um, David Rowcastle and they just burst out in tears and it's just like gets like proper emotional at that point and it that was also the season of the Hillsborough disaster so they they recant over that as well and like you can tell like that they they all just like struggling to talk about yeah, it yeah still it raw a, yeah it was like such a such a big thing like even Paul Merson was like he, he I thought it was Paul Merson or Lee Dixon one of them said 
like we thought they were just gonna yeah we thought they were just gonna abandon the season end of there yeah he said football didn't matter yeah football didn't matter at that point oh, is it, so wait you're talking about this is after the Hillsborough disaster yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. What so was it, who was the game it was Liverpool versus Wednesday in Liverpool yeah no, no, no sorry it was, it was at Hillsborough it was not close versus Liverpool ah. at Hillsborough which is Sheffield Wednesday's ground yeah, yeah. oh that's mate the, the, the thing behind that like they lost the video footage from a safe yeah. the whole, that whole conspiracy that's is mad Obviously, 96. 96? 96, 96 yeah. yeah, I remember doing a, a uni essay on that and it was just like... <laughs> and they paused the league, didn't they, for a few weeks? Yeah, they did for a couple weeks. weeks yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there was all that and that was obviously really emotional. But I just think it was, it was like it's a really good DVD and obviously, like, in times now, as an Arsenal fan, where, you know, things aren't going very, aren't going very well. Not very well at all. Not very well. Um, still won three trophies in the last four years, I'm not supposed Channel but, 5. Um, <laughs> just three FA Cups. We've just, won the Community Shield three, three times as well. Yeah, true. Spurs. So decent. When was last time Spurs won FA Cup? Oh, nine nine one. Were you born? Anyway, but your dad was. You're such an idiot. Yeah, the DVD's really, the DVD's really good. Obviously, it was only like seven quid, so yeah, it's good. Buy. And it's such an interesting kind of time because my colleague at work is a ch- massive Chelsea fan. He was like, "Can I borrow it?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so obviously, like, I just, think, I, I just want to know, like, obviously, because we got like. The kind of equivalent to that is Man City winning winning the league in 2012 on the last day of the season with that last minute goal from Aguero. That's mad, that. Yeah. Aguero. So like that's the equivalent that we have to that, and I would love to have known like what the obviously as an Arsenal fan like like what the feeling you would have had back then. Yeah. Interview like yeah. Alan Davis, um, who's a, uh, comedian. a comedian, yeah, and he's an Arsenal fan. He was 23 at the time, and he literally said he was just like jumping out about his living room, and the interview people were like, oh yeah, um, the team came back from Liverpool in the pub. And um, everyone was just getting drunk and bad in the pub with all the players and stuff like that. I just think that must be so such a sick thing to yeah, yeah. surreal, isn't it? Through. That's like kind of like now though. It'd be it'd be as if now someone not 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 maybe Man U, but like one of the three, four, third, fourth, fifth, sixth position suddenly were to beat Man City now. Mm. That'd be wicked. I think. I mean, I'm not sure. Happen. I think because. I think if it, had now, been, if it had been Man United during their period of dominance, yeah, true. when they wrecked it in the 90s and the early 2000s, yeah. if someone had come in and done the same that, that, that yeah. Sort of yeah. No, no team has been that dominant yeah, to in the last, like that. In the last 10 years, no team's really Because if Chelsea won it, you think, Leicester well, they won it last mate. year, you know. Mm. It's, maybe if we won it, because we haven't won mm. since... Oh, yeah, 10 years. Or yeah. if Spurs won it, because it's been a while. Yeah, so. We've come close two seasons. <laughs> but yeah, I just found it so interesting and... Uh, Kind of makes me even more not want to watch. It, it's thing, it, it, it obviously it's really good to watch it, but then it does make you like you're like, oh fuck, we're so shit now. So <laughs> wish, wish you were there during the glory days, isn't it? Like the yeah, like, I wish like cause obviously like me, I don't know back then, but I didn't really start watching football until I was properly to watch football like get into it properly. Until I was about maybe twelve, thirteen. So that's what two thousand and six, two thousand and seven ish. It's basically two years after we so were exactly, the best after, team in the country. After, after the the best, arguably the best period. Yeah, in modern in modern football. As we've well, just had the, we've yeah. had the Wenger's well, later years. So like so, my first Arsenal Tottenham game, like, and I've had a, I had a season ticket for a bit was uh, the weekend, and I was like I was like oh, when was the first? Because I I was never into football, but I I I like I supported Tottenham, and I went to the games, and I liked watching it, but I never played it, kind of thing. Mm. And I looked up the first game I went to it was two thousand and one, two thousand two season. Mm. Like, that's mad. Seventeen years ago. That's good, yeah. man. As long. As my brother has been born, <laughs> I've been watching football look like... Wow. Sick. That's crazy. Mm. Joe's dad was alive, though. True. <laughs> Shame it was a shit game for... Well, it was a good game, but a shit game. 3-0 up, 5-3 loss. Oh, yeah. I remember sick watching that Premiership years. <laughs> my first Wait, game... That was my first my, ever game. My first Arsenal game was at Highbury. Mm. We played Middlesbrough in the Cup, and David Bentley scored. I think we won 4-0. Nice. 
But I'm glad I went to Highbury, but I don't remember it. That's I like, don't remember going to Highbury either, to be honest with you. My dad took me. That's been. a Chelsea fan, isn't it? Yeah. My dad used to be a Liverpool fan. <laughs> and he became a Chelsea fan in 2004, conveniently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he took me, I must have been like a 9 or 10, and he took me to the game. But I literally can't remember it. It's annoying because it's the only time I've been to Highbury. Yeah, same. And like, obviously, I hear, like, obviously, and even when, like, when you watch a. The 89 documentary and they're talking about um, Highbury and they like kind of go through like the little entrance of Highbury um, the only bit that's like left standing before they knocked it all down and they're talking about how like special it is when they're and how they feel when they walk through it and I'm like shit I yeah. don't really know how that feels because I've never actually yeah. like you know Merce yeah, shivers properly, didn't he yeah. and he's never a fucking hustle do you know what game it was that you went to see? no I just did, your dad, did your dad know I, what game my dad can't remember game happened last that's, week that's <laughs> a shame you know because if I you remember, remember that maybe it'd like I remember my first game at the Emirates but but I can't remember first To be fair, I was, so what was I? I was like 17 years ago. I was seven, seven. Seven. So I barely, like, mm. I remember going to watch football, but like, don't remember the games that very well. I first got into football watching the 2002 World Cup because it was in Korea and Japan. And in, yeah, you guys go and get to watch it at school. No, that wasn't that, wasn't that yeah, the no, one we before? Did. Yeah, it was David Beckham, wasn't no, it? That's 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 what we used to watch that I was in what? We were year three or four? Is yeah. that the game where we played? Brazil, we got to yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everyone got to watch it. I remember we played Nigeria, and we, and we, well, I say, well, Nigeria played England, and obviously I'm Nigerian, so I was like, yeah, cool. And then um, England drew 0 0. And everyone was like, going, oh, Nigeria, rubbish. And I was like, you just, we just drew 0 0 with you, lot, so how can we be rubbish? Like, you're supposed yeah. to be good. But yeah. Because yeah, my dad allowed me to stay up and watch some of the games, mm. and I was, I think it was more because I just wanted to stay up late. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, watching this, and I was like, oh, this game's quite good. Do you, do you think that. Um, Although this isn't the football podcast, but... Okay. Shout out to the league pedigree. Pop, pop culture, isn't it? Yeah. Um, do you think that the Russian World Cup will be as well... Like, will a lot? do you think a lot of people will go? Or do you think they won't? I think a lot of people will go. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people are still yeah. going. People, like, people love football way too much to yeah. to uh, risk not going over. There'll still know. be stuff that happens. Yeah, but true. The only thing would be the Qatar one. I don't know about that. Well, it's like saying the other day, the like, so, some American people were saying, like, oh, the Super Bowl's, like, the best thing ever. And then someone did a stat, like... Like sixty million people watch the Super Bowl, but like one billion people watch the World Cup kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and it is like the biggest like sporting event, isn't yeah, it? In the world, definitely. it's well, mad. Everyone play. Everyone, every country, does football. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. What was your first stadium experience? Uh, what like, stadium? Yeah, what? Like, oh, oh, Tottenham. What line? Uh, it was Tottenham versus Nottingham Forest. Um, I can't remember what the score was. What year was it? That must have been before me, no? I can't remember. I, I, I was that young, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, but I can't remember stuff I did when I was 22 and that was... I went to Palace games ago. I went to Palace games before I went to Tottenham yeah, games, so I think. So I That's because you used to be able to buy them for £5 on the door. No, it's because... Pretty I, much what will happen next to... season when they get relegated. No, my mate Tom from primary school, his dad used to take us, so I was just like... I, I, didn't, I don't remember any of it, though. Mm. Just like, OK, cool. cool. I'm just looking forward to getting into the new stadium now. Yeah. It's going to be called New Shot Art Lane. Well, Disney might buy it, innit? No, I'm joking. That's such a bullshit rumour. No, I read up about that. Apparently, <laughs> apparently um, FedEx might be getting yeah, the rights, yeah. So it'll be the FedEx Stadium. Oh, fuck. Are you being serious? That's the worst name. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. That, that, again... It, the FedEx it's, Arena, innit? Oh, God. It's, God. it's not confirmed that they're going to have it, but I, I think they're in... Talks. I think Danny Levy would do something where he'd be like, yeah, you can have the rights and we'll put... You can have your name, but yeah. it's still the white... White, white, white line. Line. Yeah. FedEx Hotspurs. <laughs> that was a bit of a mouthful, mate. I'm not going to lie. Well, the thing I was thinking about, sorry, quickly, yeah. um, obviously, uh, uh, Arsenal Stadium is called the Emirates Stadium. 
Um, I was wondering, when our deal with the Emirates runs out, are we going to rename the stadium? Uh, City had to rename the Etihad. The Etihad when yeah, they got for, um, I think... Is it Champions League? Like, you're not allowed on sponsors outside of the yeah. Champions League. So that, yeah. I think they call it the Arsenal Stadium. Yeah. But I think its official really? name before mm. we had the Emirates deal was Ashburton Grove. Yeah. So maybe we'll just call it that. But I think it's one of those oh. things. You're always going to call it the Emirates Stadium. To be fair, we thought that because... The, but I, I call City the, the, the Etihad and pretty much everyone does now. But they only got that sponsor, like, I reckon maybe like maybe 20, 2010. Oh, yeah, what was it called yeah. before? It was the city of Manchester Stadium. Oh, but that's a mouthful. But, yeah. Nah. You could just say Manchester Stadium, though, couldn't you? Because mm. nah, like Old that. Trafford is Man U, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, what would you call Stokes Ground? The, what is it, the Liberty? No. No. It's Bet365 Stadium. Yeah, but you would but uh, oh, What the fuck is it called? It is called the Bet365 No, but what was it called before? Britannia. That's Britannia, yeah, it's called Britannia. You know, Britannia is itself a sponsor. So... Yeah. Although, if you want to hear more about football, then uh, you can listen to our other podcast, Sunday League Pedigree. You guys might uh, need to come on. Sorry. Yeah, we it? need some Tottenham. Uh, I don't know, we do uh, pretty ad hoc, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next time we do, I'll let you know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But anyway, so thank you for listening to uh, Your Average Critics, episode 43. You can follow us on Twitter at YSC Podcast 17. We're on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes under Your Average and Critics. YouTube. And yeah, we'll Hopefully. tweet if the footage works and we'll. Um, Post it onto Mate, YouTube. Trying to convert the bloody dat mm. onto it was an mm. absolute nightmare. It literally took me like half a day. Yeah, <laughs> really? it took me half a day and then it crashed. <laughs> so it didn't go on. Oh, God. And but I have a computer that's meant to do that. Anyway. Hopefully, third time's a chance. Well, can't forever. Sh- <laughs>